0: Welcome back to WTF In Vaughn Deal with Spicy and
1: The Fox Danger.
0: And we care a lot about disasters, floods, and killer bees. Whoa, whoa what? It's a dirty job, Fox, but someone's gotta do it.
1: <laughs> Apparently. I was not uh, I was not briefed with this uh with this intro. You never are. Right, you just drop it on me at random. So what what's up, what's up with this killer bees thing? Uh no, it's a, it's a song. Oh well. You know, I just murdered that intro. Then <laughs> we
0: Speaking don't have of things that got murdered. We don't, yes, Bill. <laughs> what oh, were you talking about? That <laughs> no making fun of Alvinia,
1: yeah. we're just going deep right away, guys. He
0: shared his food on the what the food. We don't make fun of that. That's that's a brave move. <laughs> double starch,
1: double starch. I don't know, like, we, we spent a lot of time observing this plate and, and deciphering the things that are on it. It, it definitely brought more interest to me than your uh, than your eggplant nausea, whatever was going on there. It
0: was eggplant parm without being oh. in a casserole and covered in sauce, okay?
1: Okay, okay. Eggplant really parm,
0: like chicken parm, or even zucchini parm, is a local delicacy.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I've just never been a huge fan of egg, or, uh, eggplant. So, so
0: today's not- today's episode, we're going to, It's you know, Fox, this is our 22nd episode
1: that is so many episodes
0: and what's 22 divided by two?
1: Oh, 11 oh man
0: and what's 11 but two ones together we're getting back to our roots here this is something that reminds me of our first episode
1: yeah man i too did a lot of stretches before the, the podcast
0: stretches yeah like, uh, oh like the, damn it all,
1: oh man he walked right into it
0: i walked into that banana peel <laughs> did a lot yeah,
1: stretches fuck funny. you well, we talked about a lot of nostalgia stuff on our, our first episode, really our first couple episodes. And this is not
0: a nostalgia episode, though. I think that is clearly true. something that would involve, was Abyssia a mistake or not? And we are not covering that.
1: No. But people have asked for things along those lines, so it kind of seems like maybe we should just kind of insert it here while we have a break between, you know, job stuff and evaluating X thing. You know, that sort of deal.
0: I do think we are a bit overdue for another job episode, though.
1: True, it's true. We we're trying to get one lined up, and, uh, and the the guest that I want to have on, and he's on board with it, um, just has a lot of scheduling problems with it, um, at least for today's.
0: And apparently and, uh, he needs a mic. What well, I, I have no idea what's going on.
1: Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, from what I understand, he has like multiple inputs and stuff, but uh, I definitely want to try to get uh, get this dude on though. I think it'd be a really interesting episode.
0: Well, I've been letting you handle that. That's why I'm out of the loop.
1: That's also why it's not getting accomplished either.
0: I well there's you know, I'm heavy handed at
1: I'll call it what it is. Alright man, so uh how how have you been since the last time that we talked?
0: What, two days ago?
1: <laughs> yeah. Just unveil the time thing.
0: Uh well, I haven't done anything in game because it's been two days and I haven't been on. And last night I wasn't on because I have a friend, if you can believe that. Do have a friend. Uh <laughs> Very selective in my friendships, so this is one of the only friends I have in my daily life, is moving away. Yeah, fuck me. Uh, So he came over last night, and him and mine and his, as in our ladies and I, just had quite a night. So I am recovering with a San Pellegrino today instead of a usual drink.
1: Oh man, yes, that is serious business.
0: Made lasagna rolls.
1: (laughs) Sorry. Which required a lot of
0: drinking, of course. Yes, yes, of course. I considered putting in uh, the picture in the Discord of what the food there, because it actually looked very good and was actually very tasty, but I just kind of didn't, so. Sorry, everyone, in case you like lasagna, but it's lasagna rolls, a lot easier and a lot more satisfying than making lasagna with, like, maybe 10% of the effort.
1: Yeah, I can I- Definitely agree with that. The last time I made a masagna, uh, masagna, uh lasagna, Ooh. I uh, messed it up pretty terribly. Thought so you did your stretches. Yeah, right. but yeah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't get it to cook evenly. And honestly, store bought is probably superior to what I could have produced from it. Ah, so, that's a scary. Italian cooking is not my thing.
0: Don't sell yourself below stofers there, Foss, because that would be truly a miserable existence.
1: Hey, I cook other food. I just don't cook Italian.
0: I mean, it's not hard. Well, except for pesto food. You pesto just food. You just get, like, a bunch of ricotta cheese, and then, you know, some stuff, and then you put that stuff in a cooked flat noodle, and then roll it up and cover in some sauce and shit. You know, there you go. At I any rate... you say that
1: that's something else. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever.
0: <laughs> as much as, uh, you know, the whole cooking with spicy thing, it, the the best segment would be spicing with rind, because that is... Yes. Yes, you cannot, that is... That is a title. Oh no, spicing with that it. is
1: a good title too, <laughs> dude. You should do it.
0: Uh, that's all right. It's not my thing. I do enjoy watching binging with Babish, but I would never ever be either one as cool and as good looking as Babish, cause that guy's built, and uh, two, uh, he just got good production values there. I'm not, and he's he's much better at cooking. So I'm just an amateur. I enjoy it though. <laughs> You know, we're going to get a comment now Ooh, 22 minutes talking about cooking.
1: Yeah, well, you know, get over it. It hasn't been.
0: Okay. But
1: yeah, usually we would have more stuff on the intro here, but because of my fridge snafu that I alluded to in the last episode. How's that uh, fridge working? I uh, it uh it doesn't make ice that we can consume yet.
0: What so how long have, have you had it thing.
1: for? Uh since this morning.
0: And it hasn't made Ooh. ice yet,
1: which is not Friday morning. <laughs> Like it was supposed to be, but we do. I I have it now.
0: Did they pick up their clipboard and keys and everything this time?
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all. Him. That's good.
0: That's but all wait, wait. Cool. So we we got a discount. Uh, so, oh wow! I, if my fridge wasn't making fucking ice cubes, I'd want a discount too.
1: Uh it takes some time to get them going. Like whenever you get a new fridge, you, some people don't know that you have to actually cycle it a few times.
0: Oh, you're cycling the ice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes much more sense. Water
1: works, but the ice does. not Cool though. But yeah, um, because of that whole snafu, it pushed our podcast days like off because I just kept having problems. Hey, it's seamless. Exactly. We were supposed to do it. Yeah, very seamless. So you guys are gonna get a seamless transition, but we don't have a whole lot of the uh, the intro segments that we normally would because we actually did them too. We don't ago. need
0: them this time because it's just going to be a nice, relaxing, free form of we're gonna go down whatever rabbit hole happens. So exactly. Outside of your life not being on a snow ridden porch anymore do you play with keyboard or controller fox what's your favorite between the two
1: so i guess i'm not allowed to say both so i would say i primarily use controller
0: i started off on the xbox when it was launched with this game so i only had controller if you do you do you ever have the uh did you have an xbox fox
1: Yes, I played it on PS2 even.
0: Did you have the little horrible bullshit Microsoft keypad thing that plugged into the bottom where the headset slot was and it made like this mini keyboard? Yes. Oh, it was like, it was like a, an old school flip phone that was like the time that you slide up, not like flip open. And it was like something but a keyboard that folded into itself. And it was like that horrible. It was horrible. It was even worse than those phones. It was horrible. I tried typing on that. Like, it was worse.
1: It lasted exactly 16 minutes because I remember looking up at the clock, looking down to try to fuddle with it for a bit because it first at first wasn't even working, and then when it was working, it started doing things really slowly. And then I remember looking back up at the clock and man, I really wasted a lot of time doing this. Uh, so then I just started using USB. keyboards. The keyboard
0: was so bad on that little chat pad thing built into yes. the Xbox. If anyone Google's that thing, that I hated it so much. I went back to for anyone who never played without a keyboard on xbox or i assume playstation 2 you had to select each letter on the keyboard screen one at a time yes and it was it was it was not fast scrolling either so it was like tick 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 select and then you had to go like down and over tick 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 and oh it was imagine typing an argument and i got an arguments without the keyboard imagine it was it was rough the first thing i had to do is like use a macro like Please wait for my response. I don't have a keyboard.
1: That's awesome. So it was basically like the built-in responses, but uh, yeah,
0: Auto translate was a was a godsend. Not because it was translated, but it, just because you didn't have to type in. You know, you put like "ca" and scroll is faster for "Can I add you to my friends list" than ever typing out "Can I."
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. When I was uh, when I was first using uh controller. Um, I actually had roommates with a friend who was like PC only, and he always looked down on my controllerness. And was he response, rather controlling? I, no, in fact, in response, I always kited things better than him, which is exactly why I liked having.
0: It does have a freer movement access, and the one advantage I'll say controller has, and by the way, my favorite's the keyboard. If that hasn't been established, uh, the one advantage <laughs> the controller has is targeting. Uh, you can target whatever you want in the distance, not like easily, but more easily than a keyboard has no option to do that. You have F8, you have tab and stuff, or you can use the mouse to click, which no one does because you can't stop to use the mouse to do that. It doesn't function well. Uh, but, well
1: also, if you freak out and like touch the edge of the screen, you'll just start spinning into oblivion, too. No, like, you the just mouse
0: is you turn off. It, that's a problem that anyone who used to play with controller knows is turn off screen edge panning man in the in the config oh. settings. because when you're playing with yeah. the controller on the computer or whatever and your mouse moves and like your screen starts going nuts you're like what is that and you, uh, and you eventually find the setting
1: my mouse on the other monitor
0: you just you never turn off screen edge panning
1: no i i to this day i don't have that on
0: no well turn it off and then you don't have to worry about your mouse being a million miles away
1: yeah for real I remember during an event once, I I knocked my mouse onto the floor and it just freaked out. So there we are. I think we were fighting, like, uh, I think we were fighting Koyu. I just go, I just go, like, running off into, like, the distance and start doing these, like, weird spiral gram patterns.
0: Fox, come on. How long have you played this game for?
1: Uh, long enough to know that that looked really stupid when it happened.
0: And you didn't know that was a setting?
1: I just, I never bothered looking into it. So my problem is, like, the same problem when people give me, like, pop culture references and stuff. If I'm not directly exposed to it, I don't go look for these things. So because it had never been a big enough problem for me to care about, I just never fixed it. and just kinda like went about my day.
0: I think after the third time it happened to me, I was just like, Nope, that's it.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the uh I obviously use both because you have to you have to nowadays control Lua's and stuff with keyboard. Yeah, that's well, what I'm to you don't say. have to, but it's best that you
0: I type um, a lot, obviously. So typing is yeah. yes, you being able to control your lua with all the uh hotkeys or whatever you build into your keybinds is essential. A keyboard is required if you really want to have a good functioning Lua and you really want to like be serious.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of wasted macro space if you try to macro it in. But I mean some jobs like if they're not quite as complicated might get away with it a little bit. warrior. It just depends on the person. Yeah, possibly. It really just it really just depends. It's just never really been my thing to use like keyboard only. And I, and yeah, targeting you're absolutely correct. That's that's a huge thing. Um, I could never go to t- keyboard targeting because the power of hitting down on the directional pad and having it automatically focus on your character and that's then the only with, thing you got. It's so good, and then with reference to where you're facing, up and down is going to target only party members, and then left and right will just be the immediate. Uh, left right when, you're, sure.
0: when you're in the middle of battle, you can't do that. You got to use F1 to, you know to target your party members.
1: Nope, it absolutely works.
0: Maybe you're on a mage job. If you're if you're locked on fighting something on not a mage job, you can't do that.
1: Well, if you select an option and then the uh, cursor comes, Uh, ah, well,
0: yeah, you got to start making your macros STPT or STAL.
1: Which I do. I don't. I have a lot of free macro
0: space by not needing any of that.
1: Yeah, whenever I hear a mage complain about not being able to target someone, I just laugh because they blink. You know, Uh, they don't have blink me not, and it's usually the first thing people say is like, "Oh, use blink me not." No, just use STPT or STAL and you will never have that issue ever.
0: You know, those only came out maybe like nine years into the game's life. And the games, obviously, you know, that's been almost 10 years since then. But I mean, well, those didn't exist for a long time.
1: It's a good change, too, because like STNPC is kind of annoying if you don't use dress up, because if someone blinks, all of a sudden all your targeting just goes out the window and you have to completely reset what you're hovering over if you're that kind of if you're that kind of or whatever. And that can be kind of a problem. But yeah, I I don't think I could ever go back to keyboard. I don't want to hit like what is it shift tab to. Like, it's cycle just tab or you know
0: F eight or whatever you're trying to do.
1: Well, you can cycle backwards too.
0: I've never see here. We're gonna go to the thing. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to cycle backwards. I just cycle back around fully.
1: Yeah. So normally, if you just hit tab, it just cycles to the right. Uh, some people, I guess, don't know that if you hold down shift and hit tab, it cycles to the left.
0: Yes. Some people don't know that, Fox. Yeah. Man. It's like, uh, for me, it's like uh, in Toy Story with uh, Ham the pig. And there is Toy Story 2, I think it actually was. And he's going to the channels, and he's hitting really fast. And they go, wait, stop! And he's like, no, I gotta go back around.
1: <laughs> no, no.
0: So what's do you have a favorite job then, Fox?
1: Yes. Um, my favorite job in this game is Red. I guess I could have guessed that. Well, I, I don't know. I guess you couldn't, because I actually don't spend a whole lot of time speaking about it. And I think a lot of people, if they just guessed, would actually think it's like Beastmaster or Ninja.
0: Well, yeah, actually, yeah. Or maybe even Paladin.
1: Yeah, even Paladin. Those just happen to be the jobs I'm on the kick on. But the, the thing about like my favorite job is that's the job I basically played since the beginning. It's my sleeper job. It's an incredibly well-geared job. I take a lot of care of it. And I don't always have to be on it. Um, it it's just the job that I really enjoy playing. And it's a treat to play when I absolutely can. And it usually really benefits the group when I am on it. Because I of course, have taken such good care of it. So it's just kind of, yeah, it, it stems from a lot of uh, how I used to play uh, back in the day. Just, I was almost always on Red Mage, and I did all those really cool Red Mage things.
0: I have a very limited job selection because I've only leveled, what, six jobs over the years. So over 15 <laughs> years of playing, I think I've only leveled six jobs. Unless you What's count- your
1: favorite job not even be on the list?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, my mules have jobs I don't. Uh, I had a mule who was a red mage and a white mage and another mule with no sub job who played dancer and beastmaster and monk. And it was very fun being on that one. Dancer and beastmaster, really cool. But obviously I play blue mage. I don't know. I've been really, really enjoying pup again. And that was my first job ever. And that was always my favorite. So it's like blue is my thing and it's never going to not be my thing. But I've been enjoying that stupid little stick arm puppet. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right see like tastes can change over time like yes you don't always have to keep the same favorite like forever like i did but um that, that's why it's it's kind of a little question because like a week from now you may just be like you know what i really found that i enjoy dark night or, or something just absolutely absurd like you just stumble into it and just never know that you actually like that job the best
0: that's kind of like getting married eventually you find out you uh, like someone else
1: <laughs> sometimes you figure out that you don't correct yeah. oh no that's actually what you were just saying i need to pay more attention
0: half the time every time
1: half the time yeah man why did you so what 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 so so are you saying that that it is blue mage then ah uh... is it, is it actually... uh... here i thought i was gonna be the wishy-washy one by the way we oh i p- talked about this please like show.
0: I, I think i think anyone who's listened for more than an episode now if they've listened to any of the previous ones, knows I am the most wishy-washy of people. I'm, I'm rather rigid at times, and and overall consistent in my approach to things and how I feel about things. But in terms of favorites or uh, picking absolutes, I am very lacking in enough resolve to be decisive enough for something that's. It's like I don't know. Super salad. Sweet. Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, uh, another little tidbit about Red Mage though is I've actually been a fan. Puppet of, Master has been my favorite job since Final Fantasy One. Let's pick Puppet Master. Uh, puppet Master, huh?
0: Yes, fine. Puppet Master's it. That's it. First love.
1: Man, well, I guess I guess that was like your first seventy-five right? Yeah,
0: Blue Mage has been all those years, but you know, you, sometimes you can't forget your ex.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: No, no oh, relation man. there, of course.
1: Oh, she's not the stick puppet.
0: No, oh, God.
1: <laughs> you know, when Let's I see was... if I can get both of us into trouble. Oh boy.
0: Yeah. Sorry, honey. Um, she doesn't listen to this shit anyway. She's got better things to do. Um, okay. Yeah, I remember in the dunes on Puppet Master, when some of my fondest memories in this game happened on Pup because the game at that time was more memory-driven, more nostalgic-generating in things that happened than it is nowadays. It still happens, of course, and that's of what the game is great for, as we've talked about prior. But in the dunes... I had my puppet was running around. And you know how the puppet paths like shit, of course? Yes, absolutely. So we're trying to run to the next camp, and the puppets, you know, we're going from the crabs on that hill down to the oasis or whatever, because that's what you did. And the puppet's running all over the place. And the guy's like, someone tell that stupid puppet to stop running around. He's going to get aggro. Oh, my
1: God. (laughs) Yeah, that's how that works. Oh, man, that nostalgia, though.
0: Yes, and I think that is, I think that just sets it over the top, things like that.
1: That's pretty good.
0: Do you have a favorite uh, race then, or why'd you pick your race, Fox?
1: Okay, so I do have a favorite race, and my favorite race is actually Humes, um, but not for the reason that I have it on dress up. Uh, so uh, if anyone's seen me in game, um, I am a male Elven with the absolute worst character. I know not even know
0: you were a, Oh, you're a female Hume dress up, aren't you?
1: Yes, I'm a female Hume dress up. I do the uh, the black hair with the ponytail. It's just more aesthetically pleasing for me. To watch uh,
0: I think we're going to go down that road, Fox.
1: No, it doesn't get any weirder than that. Um, it's just that I have a really awful character model. Like for whatever reason, I chose this model. And that reason is actually Dragoon. So <laughs> when I, this is so stupid. What? But when, when I, when I, yes, when I first started this game, I had every intention to be a Dragoon, right? And the only reason I chose the, the male Elven with that ponytail Is because I knew based on descriptions um, that I had seen that 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 ponytail will actually like stick out from underneath like certain like helmets and stuff. And I didn't know what Dragoon artifact armor did. You know, I thought it was just going to allow that to happen. Right. And I also severely overestimated the way the graphics would move in this game. So I thought that that was going to provide the most awesome looking like dynamic piece of my character. You know, it could be like flowing in the wind while you do like jumps and stuff. And I clearly misunderstood what what jumps were going to be like in this game and everything, so I picked this character. They're running jumps the in this time, game forever. Well, right, but but by the by the time I get the character up to level thirty, like back then it took forever, and here I am with this ugly ass elven character. And I, I get to level thirty, and I decide that I'm going to do red mage instead of dragoon, and uh, that ties back to like episode one of the podcast when you know I broke my buddy's heart doing that because I started all over again, and. uh yeah, I, I, just, I just thought it was going to look better as a Dragoon. But I come to find out, you know, now people know that if you look at Dragoon, like most of the time they're just wearing a helmet anyway. And there was no dress up back then, and there was no lock style back then. So like I, I felt like I had to car- very carefully choose what my character looked like. Humes um, have always been my favorite because as someone who primarily plays mages, being very middle of the road is actually one of the better ways to go about things and only on tanking red mage has me being an elven ever been a positive um most of the but time it, it was. It was
0: i mean outside of the hp and it's not even much what is it i mean it's it's a very small amount anymore it's like a hundred
1: well nowadays yes but it was, yeah it was like a hundred maybe 150 back then
0: i was gonna say yeah because the values were lower at 75 than they are now and it's probably comparable to being 75 but those values are so low it, in terms of what our gear gives us it's kind of like yeah
1: yeah, and especially now looking back at it, it's, it's absolutely nothing. Um, but it was it was pretty terrible being an Elven and a Black Mage also. And having that low of an end actually did, yeah, <laughs> it it's, did matter. Yeah, at
0: 75 that stuff mattered because the amount the gear gave you was entirely so small. And, and MP included that it was a big problem. Being like a Galka Black
1: Mage was a joke. Yeah. I was always like two 300 damage behind the Taru. You know, I was still an honorary Taru because my gear was great and I knew what I was doing. But I was never a taru, and I think if I was a human,
0: not to say that it was a you know, you couldn't do that difference, it was only like what nine int or something stupid, maybe 12 at the most. But that was pretty big back then.
1: Oh, and then like my complaint now is that when they released gear, like let's say Dancer, if I go to try to play Dancer, I actually have to undo my dress up because it's uh, gender blocked. Ah, <laughs> yeah, even even three fours, it's still gender locked, yeah, which is really frustrating. <laughs> so I, I try. I, I have this Chippendales lock style. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. So I just try to you know be as funny as possible.
0: I you know I don't know about this. I've always heard that excuse. I Maybe mean, it's not an excuse. Maybe it's really just the truth. You used to hear it a lot more back in the day. I think than now of, I mean, then again, dress up is a thing now. So I think it's more of a private matter for people as opposed to playing the character of a guy playing a chick. I don't know about this whole it's more aesthetically pleasing thing, because I don't know about that. I think that's just like, I think there's more to it, but I'm not a psychologist.
1: Oh, maybe. All I know is that when I look at the screen and I see Fox without dress up and I see Fox with dress up, there's one that I clearly...
0: That's because you picked an ugly ass elven. You could have picked a Galka and that would have looked better.
1: It might have. Yeah. I, I know. I'd better. I definitely have a better silhouette. That's At least right.
0: your neck would have been close. To, you know, not like a a land bridge between the Earth and the Moon. Here, you would have been. Your neck would have been reasonable for your head to body, as opposed to like elven. Aside from
1: the the ugly ass like head that I gave my elven, um, I, I say that the number one thing that, or there are two things that bother me about Elvin, like specifically. And the first one is how they run. They like kind of just hunch forward a little bit, but they're still <laughs> upright. It looks really bad. And then the second thing is whenever you're like summoning or casting... Oh, yeah, it's, your l- it's like you're squatting. Yeah, you're, you're popping a squat, and it's like the most ridiculous series of gestures ever. It's like your hemorrhoids and are acting up. Yeah, like you can tell that, that back then, Essie put a lot of care into the motions of the Elven. But at the same time, it just did not age well, and looks really awkward whenever an elven like, summons an avatar. Oh, El- Elven male.
0: Avatar. It looked just as awkward back then.
1: Right?
0: It was very noticeable. Of all things in the game, it was very noticeable when an elven summons.
1: Oh, man. So what about you? Why did you pick your race? I picked then, uh,
0: Hume because... Okay, this is also going to go into my gripe that I still have to this day about the character oh. creation. Because I do not have red hair, damn it. And when you're making that Hume... With the hairstyle that was closer to my real, I made it after myself. I'm like, okay, I have, I look like, you know, that hairstyle at of all of them. It's brown because I have uh, brown hair. Character says I'm blonde, and I say, just because I'm stupid doesn't mean I'm blonde. Sure. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, you know, and then nice. I get in the game and it looks red. It is not red when you're picking the character. That is the biggest bait and switch of all the character creation in this game. It is. <laughs> if I could change my hair now, since my hair has been long for the past million years. Uh if I could change it now, I would pick that other one, the Hume that looks like he's uh very grumpy, which would also be very fitting. But picked because of that. I would say my favorite race though is Taru, because Tarus have more fun. That is why all three of my mules are all
1: Tarus. I agree. And having mule having a mule that is a Taru, it's really interesting when I log onto it because like the camera actually sets lower to the ground. Yes, and it, it's more fun yeah. to run
0: around things. The only problem is when Taru's wear stuff, uh, you don't really get to see the full effect of, you know, lock styling is the true end game of this game. Besides yelling in town, yeah,
1: and, and they only get helmet, body, and a toothpick. Yeah, a toothpick. Yeah,
0: it's more like That's a, a back. Everything looks like a toothpick. It's like a back scratcher.
1: Well, that, that would be like your uh, your old school like elemental stave. Yeah, Taru's, Taru is, was another one that uh, I had really considered. And like when I took a break from the game and came back, the very first time I came back, I actually started a whole new character because I thought i lost Fox. And that character was a Taru. And then I got sick of Taru really quickly. So while in the past, from a mid-max standpoint, I would have really liked Taru, I, I just don't think I could have been one.
0: Day. You know what bothers me about... I mean, I don't like playing Galca because it feels like when they're running, they just feel like they're lumbering around like a big oaf. And it just feels uncomfortable to run with them. And Elvin's just like, eh, whatever. I'm not crazy about Elvin, but they're, they're not bad. Mithra has a big problem in this game. I never knew until I, back in the day at 75, I feel like everyone kind of let everyone you know, log on their characters and level up for them. It was much more common than it is nowadays because no one trusts anyone anymore. I mean, et cetera, et cetera. But I logged on a friend's, they wanted to like me to level their pup or something back many years ago. Um, and I logged on, and I'd never played a Mithra before, and I went to engage, and that tail behind them sticks straight up, like, oh. uh, it is the worst thing. I'm like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, this tail's kind of cool, that's cool, I'm just running around with the tail. And then you go to fight, and it's like,
1: uh, it is just... kind of looks like it, they're hunching at all times.
0: The, the hunching, too, but the tail is so distracting, it's like, what the hell is that? It's just, I and I can't do the tail, the tail is too annoying.
1: See... I never really had a problem with the Mithra, but I, I at the same time, <laughs> never experienced that. And even my uh, Mule that's a Mithra, I've never really engaged things like, I leveled it to 99, yeah. And I actually did fight my way to 99, but I never noticed the tail thing the whole time. Um, but yeah, it's like, nothing about the rest of their movements really bothered me at all. But, you know, now I'm probably gonna, never going to unsee the tail thing, so I hope I never engage anything on my character. Yep,
0: again. it's, you know, it's the ass erection of the, the Mithra there.
1: I think one of the problems with the Galka, like since you said that, is when they start running and stuff, unless you have movement speed on, it looks like they're running in slow motion. Yes. Like their character models aren't paced correctly or something.
0: That's something weird. So, do you have a favorite of the three starter nations, us? Yeah,
1: uh, I actually really like Windhurst by design. I
0: don't know, but by design, in terms of layout for convenience, it is the least convenient city.
1: Yes, absolutely. I meant just like uh from a from a, an actual like architecture and design standpoint, it's really cool. I agree. Like I you know, like what they did with it. Um favorite city though, obviously is Sandoria, you know, we already talked about that. But um like as far as like liking it, I really wanna like it more more than I actually end up liking it, and that's why I like it so much.
0: As a guy who likes castles and medieval stuff coming from a game I mean, before I played this game, I played I don't know. But, I, but if I had to think of a game I played in the past that was a lot of, you know, my game time before, because I played several games between 11 and that, with Stronghold and Stronghold Crusader, and that castle RTS stuff, and I'm like, oh, that's great. And, okay. and that's the reason I picked Sandoria, is I'm like, I like Stronghold, that was good, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll pick the castle. Because I'm like, I don't know what Bistock is, what the hell is this place? And then Windurst, like the thumbnail they gave Windurst was like a bog or something ridiculous. I'm like, I'm not going to a bog, what is this? And then, I Windurst is my favorite of the three starter nations, but I still, it is not a convenient city. It, I mean,
1: only problem with Sandy though is it feels like Sandy should have like another zone on it. It it doesn't feel big enough to be a city.
0: Um, it's as big as Bastalk.
1: Well, yeah, I mean size wise, but like residential wise, I mean, there's. there's I think that the problem's
0: the layout because Port's yeah. a dead end, and for Port Bastalk, you go out. And you go to the wild there. For Sandy, the only you can go out one zone to East or West Ronfar, and then otherwise you got Carpenter's Landing, and that no one would go to <laughs> ever for any reason because you the mobs are higher than low level stuff there by a little bit. Outside that shutter that you would never know was a zone because I didn't. It took me like a year to discover. Maybe maybe not a year, but just to, I'm like I ran up and clicked this shutter once, and I zone. I'm like, oh, what's this? And then it's like, what is Carpenter's Landing? Yeah. But there yeah, isn't. the port is worthless unless you need an airship, which no one does anymore.
1: Yeah, it is a really bizarre choice of a dead end, honestly. It is a like, very and, and convenient can... zone though,
0: because going the port, you got the log in there. You have the Curio Moogle. You have you kind of had that NPC down the stairs there to the right. The the Mage Rosaline or whatever the hell or stupid flyers. <laughs>
1: I think my problem is that the only zone in Sandy that actually feels lived in isn't even really the most castly zone in a way. And that that would be uh, South Sandy. Yeah, like the rest of them just feel cold. They put
0: in everything in South Sandy. I mean, yeah, it wasn't until they added like the Gobby Mystery Dial and then a reason to go to the Auction House right there that there was a reason even to use Port Sandy.
1: Yeah, especially after the advent of uh, Homebook Crystals. Yep, for sure. So we know we know we know favorite city, right? But what's your favorite zone?
0: Well, I mean, that was my favorite of the three nations because my favorite town, city, whatever, or nation. I mean. It's not, well, can we it's call not Windurst.
1: Actual cities? What do you mean? Are you, are you talking about like the, the little ones?
0: Well, I mean, I wouldn't say like Rabao doesn't count as its own place or Selbana or something. Those count as, I mean, because you could say nation, you could say Juno, you could say uh, Art Oregon, you could even say Tavnazia.
1: Uh I actually really do like Tabnazia.
0: Tabnazia is really cool. I would say my favorite nation a, is yeah. Art Aragon, though. So sorry, Windurst. You're my. My favorite of the three, but Arduragon is absolutely a great it's a well laid out place too, it's great.
1: I think I would've liked it more if we would have been able to go like more like closer to the palace and stuff and be able to see some of that architecture.
0: I used to just love AFKing and the Wallerat Temple. I mean, it's a great place.
1: Yeah, you got definitely definitely some cool sites. And and, and yeah, since you mentioned Ebenezia, I, I actually uh I'm I gonna change my answer. It's definitely that that's I, yeah. I think the architecture in there is oh, it, awesome. it is in fact I never looked up. In there like for whatever reason for the longest time i thought it was just completely actual underground until i realized it was actually just a big circular hole
0: now i'm gonna have to go to that zone and around the bridge and look up
1: yeah you gotta look up because apparently there it has like the greatest skylight ever wow it's a really cool zone
0: i didn't know that and my favorite little town is nashma though that is i love nashma
1: <laughs> i do not that is actually my least favorite.
0: you know if it had a few more modern conveniences it'd be like the greatest home point location you got an npc you got the auction Whoa. house. You got the, uh, the book and the home point crystals right there. It's a small area. You got Functionally, yeah. You got the little delivery yes. box and um, you know stuff like that.
1: But outside of functionality, it just feels like dirty Ottercon.
0: Yes, that's what's great about it. It's like Jersey. Know. It's like Jersey. It's small. <laughs> Everyone just goes through it to get somewhere else. And it's just a dirty little place with some unique charm.
1: All the NPCs there are rude.
0: Yes, they can't speak English, they got a weird accent.
1: Oh, man. They're, they're
0: sometimes Roddick, sometimes non rotic I mean, you don't know what's going on with their vocabulary. Their vernacular is shit. Wow. Favorite zone, you say?
1: Favorite zone. Uh, Mine is going to be kind of boring. Uh, it's the Imperial Paradox. Or no, not Imperial Paradox. What's that? Is that the battlefield where you fight uh, Promethea?
0: Oh, no. Inferal Paradox is the place you fight Shinryu, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's actually what I meant. Okay, so I am I am talking about the right place. Yeah, it it's just the has, same.
0: Yeah, it's the same zone.
1: Yeah, it, it just has the. It felt like they tried the hardest to make it a cool location.
0: That is the coolest battlefield. Um, it was awesome.
1: Actually, yeah, uh, I'm going to go ahead and exclude battlefields. Uh, I'm not going to worry about that one. Um, it's actually the zone. Ri- it's it's the part of the zone right before you load into it. I think they did a really good uh, job of oh showing, with the
0: crystals like, and everything, yeah,
1: yeah. The, the Garden of Roumet and it actually shows you like looking into the empty and there's like all that that stuff like built up on the on the the cusp of being able to zone into that fight. Yeah, that is very. Uh, good. I think that's a really that's a really well done. Effort.
0: Hmm. I didn't expect that. That's that's a curveball there.
1: Yeah, I just like architecture. Um, I've been I've finally gotten back into it by playing Minecraft on the side too. I'm one of those kind of nerds.
0: Minecraft. Okay. Nothing yeah, wrong with I like, Minecraft. I, I, I just didn't stuff. you know.
1: It's all about the building, dude.
0: The suspense. It's building. It's killing.
1: So what about uh, your favorite zone?
0: Mm, My head says anything else, but my heart says Arapago Reef.
1: Oh, gross. Why?
0: That's where I unlocked Pup Man. When I finally... Dude, you don't understand. I know this is not a nostalgia episode, but if I... It was a journey to get Puppet Master. I was like a level 33 (laughs) thief, and I was dying on the boat over, and I was wasting an hour and having to come back, and I had to get help because... How are you going to get through as a level 33 who doesn't have a map and has never been to the zone? I was lost in the caracals. I had to, you know, getting killed by the imps. (laughs) It was, was, I didn't even have prison powders and salinos because you couldn't just go buy those back then. I didn't really have any gill. I didn't think I really thought about those or knew about, I don't know about that part, but getting there i
1: will give i will give that zone this in that uh the the sound the, like just the ambient yes. soundtrack in that zone is awesome that that music box yes is really cool
0: and I, when i finally I, I like after this journey and it wasn't when i got there i had a ninja helping me it was like 72 or something in the link shell his name was omega blast good old rusty <laughs> from awesome. illinois
1: and, Omega blast.
0: and the the manta spawned the boat and aggroed me so he provoked it after it killed me because it killed me one hit and he provoked it and it killed him because i'm like he's not gonna die this guy's like capped level almost he'll kill this manta on a boat right now he died and then we didn't have raise <laughs> and then we had to catch the boat again
1: <laughs> you guys didn't sit out there for an hour just hoping someone would come by uh
0: actually i think we sat in the dock and he had a friend come raise us but we sat in the dock for like 10 minutes dead cause it's still better than waiting for the boat for 10 minutes and then take another boat ride for another 12 minutes. And then
1: I can, I can appreciate that memories are tied to it, but you can describe that zone in two words and that's slate gray.
0: Yes. I mean that that's, I'm not looking for a happy zone, but when I finally, after all that effort zone into that little zone, the music with the little music box starts and I'm like, and then I find this little puppet, and I'm in like this area where I'm afraid of dying again because I'm like, I don't know what's going to pop out, this and that. And there's a little puppet sitting there, and the cutscene starts. You like look down on the ship, and the little puppet's sitting there. And I'm like, yep, this
1: is it. it. This tops. I would say about a year and a half ago, I was fucking around out there for some reason. And I, I forget what job I was on, but I, I didn't even have gear on me. I think I might have been on White Mage, but just naked so I could run around. And I was out in the reef, and I forgot about the, uh, the boots and what makes them different from other ghosts. Oh,
0: death, perdition?
1: Yes. So I had spent so much time running through the freaking reef and then I ended up getting perditioned and I I just got super sad because I was on white mage, but I thought I was invincible because I was level 99 and I did not have re on and I just had like no gear. So I just like shame home pointed.
0: I know at one point at 99, I level 119 years ago, uh, since it's been that long at this point, uh, the astral candescence was taken and they had prisoners and everything. I remember running around the zone as a thief to go free the prisoners and i like never done that before and just it's an expansive zone and it's just it was fun for whatever reason and even medusa's area in there looks really cool
1: it's okay
0: well it's in terms of the zone i mean that's what i'm setting my my expectations to the zone looks like a dismal gray depressing reef of shipwrecks and then you have like this cool like it's not like a burrow or anything it's like a a den a nest of of a viper or whatever in the middle of the place, and it's like green and' I don't know, it was cool
1: I think if the focus was more on the shipwreck part of it and less on the the cave system part of it. I would have probably liked it
0: and I did enjoy the whole pirate ship thing there too with the Corsairs and everything that was that was fun and the assaults for that zone were i liked those a little more
1: uh, it's hard to say that I like most assaults i I honestly think I would enjoy assaults if they were item or if they were actually item level and like harder
0: and stuff you know it made me feel super cool back then at 75 on pup was doing the golden salvage uh with pup with the flash bulb whatever activate oh. deactivate so that you couldn't you know you could run away from the mimic because no one else it was the only way you could do it back then besides maybe summoner or whatever but you can only de it with I the puppet doing round. that and i had to like because getting palawan gear for pup was like a big deal because it had no gear which is why my lock style for yeah. pup is running around with kinkonkin and, and palawan because getting that was a chore back in the day. And I was soloing the Golden Salvage or whatever on Pup. I, don't, I think I did Yell for Three People. So I was soloing. I had to like keep yelling for three people so I could build up enough points on my own to get that stupid Palawan. It wasn't the head. The Palawan. It's periqua. I guess it's the, the pants? F- no, the pants come from Lojum Sanctum, the Mammal Ja. The pants were the one I wanted the most because of the pants. The pants are also very cool looking compared to the rest of the set. The head looks. Interesting. Uh, I think it was the the hands are from the trolls, the feet are periqua. So I think I think it was the feet or the hands. It might have been the hands because it was not the body. The body was I don't I, it doesn't matter. I'm 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 trying to do this in my head and it's been <laughs> it's been many years, but it was like the hands or something. I never had the feet. It was like I think it was the hands and it was just cool.
1: Yes, uh, you, whenever you could figure out a really cool trick that you could do with your job really couldn't be simulated very well like you always felt like a cool guy that's for sure that's going to come up later for me in this list that's, took that's that
0: trick sure. into Limbus too later on when Pup finally got its AF for Forge because that was not a thing when other jobs had it and used that trick on the mimics on that floor I don't remember which side it was but the mimics at like the fourth out of five floors there would use that on those
1: oh I forgot all about that
0: ooh it's not a nostalgia episode but oh, it man. still is
1: Great. Oh, man, favorite storyline I have to okay. This this is actually really hard. Um, I like how dark the storyline from Wings of the Goddess is. And if anyone who's listening to this like knows me and knows what I like about stories, uh I like dark, gritty stories that feel like they have consequences. And most of the stuff that came from Wings of the Goddess actually did. Um but as far as in in terms of
0: We have the same answer, don't we?
1: It's James Prometheus, isn't it?
0: No. Okay, go on. Um,
1: it's chains. So Chains introduced the most fun content. Um, it was hard. It was hard when it came out. I liked how punishing it was. I never well, wanted was... any of the level caps to be changed. Like, well, that's, I...
0: that's the expansion itself. So if it, your favorite expansion is Chains, then, then... Oh, then it's Wings. Yeah, that's it. Oh, okay. So your favorite storyline so is the Wings. All whole
1: story. All... Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, same for you?
0: No. As much as I've talked up, how some of the greatest cutscene storylines in the game are the general ones for, you know, the Sky Serpent Generals. Those are all great quest-based three-part. I think they're all three parts, but they're multiple-part quest uh, storyline cutscenes, and they are, I talked them up when Brewer was here, and even in general, I think after that, yeah. they're the greatest. As great as those are, nothing beats in Wings of the Goddess, the Winder storyline.
1: Yeah, that one. See, I didn't know how to evaluate Wings, though. I think I think Wings overall fits, right? But the Windhurst one, I can absolutely agree. We have the exact same answer then. Because if I had to narrow it down to fuck Kate Sith and then also, you know, good stories, um, Kate Sith detracted and Windhurst run everything. You know, back I science. didn't
0: care about Kate Sith, but at, at the same time, I didn't hate Kate Sith. And maybe not caring is a bit strong there, but I kind of. I liked Kate Sith's presence, but I didn't have an attachment to Kate Sith. Like I liked set exactly. and everything, and she was really cool. But Kate Sith was kind of like a sidekick that was there for the sake of being so a sidekick. Is. Oh no, don't talk about that minigame. I, yeah, dude.
1: I'm I'm drifting away from it being like story related, you know, why do you like this favorite storyline? But the mini games leave such a tarnish on that storyline. Are line, you talking I mean?
0: explicitly about the minigame and Beusidung Glacier read the run between those? Yes. That was the worst mission in this entire game.
1: Uh, it was that one, and then um, the the wings mission where you have to do like the speed racing through the the underground in Zarkabard.
0: Speed racing.
1: Yeah, like you you had to like run from point to point to point. Are to you point setting up? Are, are you thinking?
0: No, you're thinking. Oh, the charges. Okay, I thought you were talking about yeah. running around Zarkabard as the coupo de Atat thing. But I was gonna say, no, I you're talking about um it's after songbirds in the snowstorm it's like operation whatever the hell it is or last yes one. yes i didn't mind that because i will say that wings was cool for we're gonna get into a big thing here i don't want to get into it i was gonna say <laughs> the time period of the game it was and it was not as solo friendly there were no trust and stuff so to try and struggle through wings content at like level 90 with a friend was actually very challenging and it was yeah. it was I I lost the fight around there against the orc with Ezmil. I lost that fight like seven times, maybe eight or nine. It was <laughs> it was a thing. I was trying to do it, uh, and it was well, just mad. the aggro was real. But I want to say Dungeons and Dancers, um, and fighting like the, the the fights and stuff in Wings of the Goddess. Those little those were unique, like the Battle of Juno in the against yes. Wai Gwaj, blah, 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 whatever his name is and that was actually with like the little NPCs you're fighting alongside that was actually very fun stuff and, and it's, it was different it's
1: not story but I think some of the best stuff in this game was actually the campaign battles yes. and the campaign battles actually played really well into the story because it so so the issue with a lot of games is that it'll tell you a story but that story will only exist while the narrative's going on. Yes. What Wings did created campaign battles. So you were fighting in these campaign battles while you were dealing with the rest of the Wings story. So basically everything that the plot is telling you is happening, you're actively taking partaking in as well, which I thought was an excellent touch. Like, I, I thought that I can consider that part of the story because of how well it ties to the rest of it.
0: Campaign battles were so fun to me that I would spend, like, my free time an entire weekend just fighting can't i don't think there's anything this game i've ever done like that before where i would just spend time fighting something because it was fun it was some of the most challenging gritty rugged content when you would have like if like one super geared paladin showed up sometimes there'd be no tank there so everyone's trying to like i'd be on pup using defender trying to provoke shadow hand and kite her because she would just kill you with with it was just and to have, like, one tank show up, everyone, like, you like, say and say, everyone cure that one tank. It was, like, how Besieged should have been. And A hero has arrived. Oh, yes. And, like, I would go, I leveled my Thief up from 70 to 75, I think, in campaign battle. At least 72 to 75. And I would wear it, like, later on 70s. I'd wear, like, full-on optical hat and full evasion gear, and you could dodge the fodder. And, like, you could tank some of the NMs, and it would be, like, everyone around you is dying, and I would, you would make campaign parties with random people in the zones, and actually, like, make friends and talk to them, and it yeah. was oh my god, it was some, and it was, it, today, you don't even ever get that experience with campaign, because it's been, it's, it's worthless, it hasn't been updated, and it's, they even changed like, the mobs come in waves sometimes, if it's, like, a fresh campaign or something, so the NM comes later, instead of all at once, which was great, and... I don't know. It was it was just you could never know what to expect. Sometimes a campaign battle would drag on for like an hour, and it was just it was just. Yes. Sometimes it was an unfun struggle, but oftentimes the amount of surprise and just you'd be fighting, and it's like almost over, and then like another wave of mobs comes, and like the wolves would kill you a count. Yeah, when the they screen. overlapped.
1: Yeah, when they overlapped, it was awesome. Uh, but I had these the same the same kind of experience when they dragged on too long. Is because like a mob got stuck somewhere, and like everyone was just beating on a wall, and that part was really boring. It took forever if it was
0: over crap oh yeah the walls sucked uh that was the one part i wish they had changed the walls were the least i hated the walls in campaign
1: and i constantly got lost in garlic said it also i never participated in campaign battles there
0: it was really cool, too, later on in campaign at 75, when people were doing the stronghold fights, and as a server, like, whether it's Japanese or English and everything, you see this to a certain extent, because it's easy to do nowadays, before, like, a campaign fiesta or campaign festa, whatever it is. I call it a fiesta, because it looks like that. What the hell's a festa? Um, when that starts, or is coming up, all, I don't know if it's Japanese players, English players, I assume Japanese, because that's just me assuming things. Someone let me know. But you'll see them just take over the entire thing up to the throne room, so they could go spam that uh fight, and like you never own it otherwise. But it was cool doing like you, you would have to you couldn't just you couldn't teleport there later on. So when you'd go to when you would be having a fight go on in um Castle Ostroja or whatever, you would have to get uh, use, either use the recall Marif ring with your allied notes or get like a recall and like a party and go out there. And there'd be normal mobs that are aggroing you there too. And it was like quite just this fun experience of, you know, fighting the mobs in the pool where like Midigi spawns or whatever.
1: Yeah, it's, I, I don't have many negative things to say about any of the, any of the way that content was produced. And what's funny is like if you look at Wings now, it's like the most dreaded thing for people to go through. Still not a bad story. Yeah, the story's great, especially Windhurst. Uh, fuck Kate Sith. I've
0: never it's finished Pistalk's storyline in that. I've done Sandy and Windhurst. i would never finished Pistalk's. I really should
1: uh i forget what it was about but i don't think anyone i have talked to has said it's cared really about it notable
0: i remember i just bag. did it for the adam and ingot back in the day because it was worth
1: like money and i needed it for a gobby bag yeah like you, you pick Winhurst if you want the best storyline you pick sandy if you want to watch sandy's was killed, good and then you pick back <laughs> if you want a forgettable a <laughs> you want to
0: watch him killed no uh, sandy's was well, is it, i like the kids they were pretty good
1: yeah but it was it was too saturday morning for me especially with such an adult storyline until uh, the kid got killed and then it was like oh well shit it got real you know yes and now
0: you've ruined the whole like, you've the whole story for anyone that hasn't done it but it is well i guess they don't know which they're, kid they're dies not fast
1: yet, let's be real
0: wow well, i you know maybe Eternity, but not Fast C S pretty bad
1: uh spoilers for 2011 guys <laughs>
0: no that came out before then
1: 2009 guys something like that
0: so we did favorite i could have gone on about campaign for days
1: Storyline and expansion, I guess, lives in the same home, though, right? I don't know. Well, maybe well not, no, because storyline's story like,
0: you know, it could have been the generals from Art Oregon. It could have been the Windurst mini storyline within the overall Wings of the Goddess expansion storyline. Uh, so storyline's different, because expansion gives you content. T.O.A.U. is my favorite expansion.
1: Okay. Yeah, I mean, it would have to at that rate, right? Because it gave you Puppet Master, gave you your favorite zone.
0: I mean, well, think about it. Um, think about everything that came in T.O.A.U., Z and M's were a great experience for link shells and for players, and it really kind of started adding scaling content and rewards to the game in a way that didn't exist before, because before it was all or nothing. You'd, like, uh, camp in Uh, 24-hour NMs, or one week if it's King Behemoth. Uh, Stuff like that, it's all or nothing. It's, you know, some of the hardest content, and you get it or you don't. I mean, there was no scaling for the gods. It'd be like, Jembu was easy because he was stupid, and everything else was kind of challenging in its own way. I mean... Sure, Suzaku wasn't too bad, but Bayako or Kirin, I mean, those were all kind of like... There was no, like, scaling there. There was no tiers of harder. So that was cool, too. Um, even pancration was a huge fat. If someone just went and did Pankration today and had never done it before, it is very likely that they would get sucked in for, like, a weekend or something, just, like, trying to take pictures and raise a monster and make, like, some monster, like, wins the fights in there and stuff. It's entirely possible even nowadays someone will get locked into that because it was really fun yes but they just didn't like, go anywhere like with it
1: chocobo racing i actually wish that chocobo racing and pink ration are two things that they should have done more with they still can I, I just feel they didn't do enough with it yeah i the idea of like building your own pokemon or
0: <laughs> that's what they recall pokemon
1: with everyone else's. yeah that's basically what it was and then having that take place is one thing but like now the only reason people even bother with it is because they need so many pictures to get their ZNMs done for their mythic. But the, like they should actually put cool rewards at the end of doing the migration.
0: But the merit parties were fun too. Running through uh, see, uh, not what is it? Um, Azalal Undersea Ruins was actually, I like that zone too. That's actually a very good zone. Uh, that was fun to get to the place. And then they still had the H&Ms like uh, Cerberus and Chimera and stuff. You had uh, salvage, besides that, you had the assaults were a big thing, and the armor mattered back then, and even getting uh Imperial Standing mattered because you'd buy like the Purdue weapons, which were good for a lot of jobs. I mean it was they had a lot of content in that zone. And even the quests were kind of cool if you needed like the Dragoon neck for that doctor what's his name quest. Oh. Uh, that was it was a quest, and to go in those zones was challenging too. You couldn't just walk into to Mamuk at seventy five. The Progos would be not every job could handle that. It's a challenge.
1: No, oh, everything was at least decent challenge or even match. Yeah, pierogos,
0: man, they charm you or they they'd hit you with ridiculous ancient magic if you didn't have sub ninja. I mean, it was something. You didn't have anything to heal you with unless you were like a puppet master with a white mage puppet or something.
1: That's the reason everyone nowadays has a healthy fear of these mobs, even if they've never fought them. Yeah,
0: if if you're if you're not older, then no. But yeah, if you see a pierogo, even nowadays, you're going kind of like, ooh, I'm gonna get charmed.
1: Yeah. I oh, don't know. Expansion for me is Chains Prometheus. I think this is where I can get this answer correctly. And the, the the reason for it is just the difficulty of the content and the level capping. I, I think they should actually bring that back. That was really interesting.
0: Oh, I mean, for I the mean, zones where the level cap is still like in Oja? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because it it, it it adds just the emptiness or the empty also. um, um level cap on Omega. It, it, it added a really interesting dimension. To content that is very because this game is extremely horizontal and having to go back and you know be beyond that point and go back and and fight something in a different way that you're not used to just overpowering. Um, by having that limit is, is really fascinating. And I'm surprised they only did it the one time. I mean, a lot of people complained because they couldn't just you know stomp it and move on. Um, and it was difficult for a lot of people, but just having to like strategy your way through a lot of these fights and figure out how to make it happen was was one of the best parts and it also opened up like a lot of locations that should have existed in the base game too like you if you do sandoria's quest like you find out more about Tebnasia and stuff um that that first time that you get t- transported to lufway's meadows once you beat the primavians oh, and then you zone yeah. in the Safehold. yeah doing that live like w- when when the content had very first came out and nobody knew what the hell was going on uh, when you zone into Tabnasia, like, it actually caused excitement. Fox. Because you, you got to be in this place. That was sweet. I know. I, this is a direct message. People need to Oh, it's a
0: direct message. Yes,
1: yeah, so there's nothing I can do about it. I'm not going to block me.
0: I thought, yeah. you, I thought you just don't turn streamer mode on.
1: I'm afraid of streamer mode. Oh, I,
0: it is your know. fault. It is your fault. Just turn it on. It just prevents the boop. And speaking of Soja, or, I mean, I said it wrong at the start because I was thinking of making one in here, what's your favorite mispronounced zone? Like, Zarkabard, people will call it Axkrabard, which is just weird Axkrabard. And it's like, no, no, what is that? But, uh, people will call it, I don't know, I've heard it fey, uh Zojo, I've just heard, like, a really weird things. I think it's Soja. I don't, yeah, I don't, I I don't know what PSO so is, I think it's So, like, so like a silent P. That's us another comment from someone, of course. Someone correct us there. Or me. It's not Fox, it's me.
1: Yeah, it, it's 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 been Soja for me since the inception of it honestly
0: and you know besieged was really fun back in the day unless you were on xbox and your besieged would crash at the end Ooh, that <laughs> fucking made me not livid but i was just so aggravated by that
1: just not get your point
0: yes it was a it was a known bug and i think they eventually fixed it that at the end of a besieged. so let's say your besiege took i had been in besieges at times that went on for two three hours and at the very end, you'd freeze and get nothing.
1: Yeah, those were some pretty epic grand melees.
0: Yeah, yeah. Some, and it would really, like, sometimes the most effective thing you could do was just cure the NPCs back then, and that would be the difference between winning and losing, that whole thing.
1: I think the, the problem I had with the made me not like it as much. The lag? Uh, it was the lag, yeah, and like the maximum number of character models, like you could be getting killed by something you couldn't even see.
0: That's what made campaign so good. It was the same premise with more random yes.
1: excitement thrown into it, scaled down so it worked. And it also divided people across. Like there were campaign battles taking place like all over the world, right? And it wasn't everyone in this one zone being attacked all at this one time. I mean, this one currency.
0: The way they built Alzabi it was designed to be spread out fighting and the mobs to spread out through the zone to get the different generals, but it was not, it could have been implemented better. Yeah. It needed to I be a little wider. Campaign is just,
1: campaign's just a, a success in that it, it's, it's taking that to the next level. And that that's why it just seems better.
0: Carrot hated campaign. I don't know why. I don't
1: know why either.
0: Shit. You never had that mob do totally. uh, mighty strikes. The one that, um, or not even mighty strikes. The one that comes out of the, War Machine, and cast Poison oh. go then hit you for, like, cap damage. <laughs> yes. You gotta be some ninja and cast right after the Poison Good. Oh, man, that guy was... I could see that not being fun if you're a sourpuss, Carrot. Right. Do you have a favorite enemy, then, Fox?
1: I sure do. So I absolutely love the flavor of Final Fantasy One. I. I think that that game was the coolest thing back when I... I started playing that game when I was four years old. And in that game, over the course of, of you know, being able to beat it, because back on the regular Nintendo, that game just basically cheated. Like, everything was broken. Um, and there was one particular mob that was so frustrating in that game, and that was the, um, the Sorcerers. Um, they were this mob that either did AoE paralyze on your entire party, or they'd hit you for one or two damage, and you, you'd think you're okay until the added effect death came in. And in that game, you did not like, Raise was not as prevalent in that game as it was in, in as it is in like Final Fantasy XI or even later titles. And those soul flares, um, th- that's actually what they end up being called. They're, they're soul flares. And like, since then, I've always had this healthy fear of this particular mob type in every single title leading up to this. And they are still just as awful to fight in this game yeah. as, they, as they are in the previous ones. But just the design itself of how they work, and I really like how they tied them into Blue Mage and like made Made uh, like, like I said before about the uh, the stories with dark consequences. Um, I really like the fact that you know you pick something powerful like being able to be a blue mage, you know, canonically, and you used to having powerful. that right and, and having that trade <laughs> and having that trade off where if you get too much power, like you you lose it. and It has that, that like dark edge to it, and it's it's um I really like what they did with a with a creature type that I already had a healthy fear and respect of. Um, that's just been throughout the series just iconic basically so soul flayers.
0: yeah maybe sc is just trying to save the blue mages from devouring themselves by becoming soul flayers, from becoming too powerful you know the by not giving them any good gear updates so maybe that's maybe that's he's trying to they're trying to save all the blue mages
1: uh what's your what's your favorite Mm, is it
0: pirogos uh they're they're pretty safe yeah, it might be Pirogos, because I'm not thinking of anything off the bat that, like, mm-hmm. so So you're talking about
1: the smart pierogos, right? Not
0: the, no, uh, no, like, the, like, those uh, are toads. The toads are the little yeah, ones okay. that jump around like, you know, jerks, uh, which are cool in their own right, because I would kind of, like, gather a bunch of them. Uh, when I was camping the Summoner Belt back in the day in uh, West Side of Brutas. uh yeah, I would just gather the frogs up, and I thought it was funny to watch them kind of jump at me like, like little ribbit jerks. But no, that <laughs> my autism aside, <laughs> yeah, pierogos, were they they jump and lick you. They're kind of cool. They're further fun. That or maybe you know coldy breed because they're stupid, and annoying, and eat your food, and tickle you. And you know, I, I, you can see I'm 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 picking the the, the fluffy. Yes, yeah, not the serious mobs. I don't. <laughs> you're you're, the, you're like the soul flare. <laughs> The, you know, especially the NM1 that's like in the dark robes and does like AOE bio and a dark miasma from his like body and it's something. i like and I'm the just actual like,
1: worst experience in the game. And
0: I'm just like, hey, frogs jump.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Way to have the not as edgy answer as me, man.
0: I you know, I can't be edgy with everything I do, Fox. No. Actually, Upkalu actually, maybe. Then again, they, they the same thing. They, they waddle around and they're funny.
1: The thing is, is, is most people just avoided Upkalu anyway. Like, I didn't even think Apkalu because it feels more like an NPC than a mob
0: It does. And when I was on Beast uh, doing campaign back before level cap was like 99 and stuff, it's still kind of fun when no one's in the zone to do campaign in like the 80s and up the 90s. Because it's still, you weren't like destroying things and you couldn't like overcome everything in the NMs and stuff instantly. You could do it. It wasn't hard, but just it wasn't like effortless. So I would go as Beastmaster with the little Opkalu pet and I loved the little Opkalu pet it was a terrible pet, but it was just jumping around and doing stupid stuff and waddling with his paralyzed or whatever.
1: Yeah, honestly, I don't give most of these things much thought. I spend I know, so it's, much it's time min-maxing stuff that yeah, it's, it's kind of refreshing. to See, it's good to get back to
0: the, What makes this game good, Fox? I think we're constantly finding
1: out. Well, it's it's about going back to the series as a whole and reminding why, myself why I like the series. Yeah, Because, I mean, the series has been bogged down in so much fucking awful shit. Like, the, the new games are Bad in my opinion by comparison. Like this game right here actually captures a lot of like the original nostalgia from some of the original titles. And... It's the last
0: Squaresoft one before it was Square Enix, even though it was published as Square Enix.
1: Yeah, I think that's I, yeah, I think it's the case actually. Yep.
0: The merger happened during and it was released, but it was designed by Squaresoft originally or whatever. So that that little the little bit there, the soul is still there.
1: Damn you Enix. <laughs>
0: That was something people talked about a lot back in the 75 era, about how Enix like ruined this, and this is the last great Squaresoft. Now people just I don't did. care, because Nexon I exists. So everyone, everyone everyone hates Nexon, because they're trash, and everyone can focus on that instead.
1: It's
0: or Activision, EA. They weren't as bad back then as they are now. They were bad, of course, but, you know. We were all up to, like, Madden 10 back then. Ugh. Now we're up to, like, Madden 79 and a half.
1: I never played Madden. I, I I played Blitz more because it was more fun.
0: If you well, Blitz? I don't even know what that is. Uh, NFL Blitz? I don't know what that is.
1: Uh, it's basically football if you threw away rules.
0: Oh, so... You have to play Blitz. I don't know yeah. what that is.
1: Yeah, it was just people hitting people. You said Madden, right? You were talking about playing Madden?
0: Yeah, but...
1: Yeah, so, so you take the, the structure of pro football and then allow all sorts of illegal hits, and then you have NFL Blitz.
0: So it's kind of like... Like wrestling meets football.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Except with actual hits. So it's kind of like MMA meets football. Yeah, I don't know. So, favorite old school NM, Fox, you got one?
1: Oh, boy. I get to revisit something that was lost in one of our original recordings.
0: Oh, really?
1: I didn't. Hmm. Yeah. My favorite old school NM is Armed Gears. Oh, yes.
0: That's right. You and your oh, yeah. six hours of kiting.
1: Yes, yeah, so this this fight um so back in the 75 area I loved Corsair. Corsair was one of my favorite jobs. And what got me into Corsair solos? Same here actually. Yeah, what got me into Corsair solos were these videos of this dude like kiting amphitheaters um around uh, a S. but he was using um but in the background like his his musical selection was Ailstorm, which is pirate metal. <laughs> oh god. So, whenever <laughs> I was on Corsair, I played pirate metal for the entirety of my solo. I have questions. And oh, dude, it's so good. It's so good. So, I would be soloing Armed Gears, and Armed Gears takes six hours to solo using QD or Quick Draw So, what I told Spicy a long time ago about this story is like the best thing ever. And that back then, we didn't have Mog groups, <laughs> So, What Corsairs know about their cards and being able to quick draw is that it requires cards. Now, how do you think you solo something for six hours with a finite space for cards? And I think
0: satchels came out right around TOAU, like later TOAU. So you might not even have had a satchel.
1: I didn't. I didn't even, I didn't have the security token either. So yeah, um, that was an option. I could have had a satchel, but I did not. I had no way of getting any more inventory on me except for what was already my inventory. So what had happened was... I found this big square kite path in uh, Alzadol Undersea Ruins, right? Because that's where it spawns. You have to fight it there. And I would quick draw kite. And, and the way you do this is you wear movement speed and you have to hit your quick draw macro, but you also then have to blink at the same time. There was none of this J0 bullshit. You had to blink at the same time that you did it so yep. that you caused the damage and canceled the animation. So you did this for six hours because of its damage resistance and rage timer. And in order to complete the solo, you used to have to have someone bring you cards. So what I would be doing is I would, I would find out what my buddy's doing probably through a Skype call and be like, hey, man, I need you to drop me off some cards, right? So he would show up at one of the posts where I would turn a corner in the, uh, in the square I would have to kite. And then he would start running before I got there because he didn't have any movement speed. <laughs> and it, it was kind of like when you see planes and they do like midair flight refueling. like we he was set to auto run and then he had to trade me while i was auto running but i was catching up to him and we had just a small window to be able to trade those cards into my inventory and then he broke off and and left before you know did it
0: take several passes
1: oh sometimes yeah sometimes i would miss the actual approach and uh, i lost some time because of that (laughs) but yeah it was uh it was pretty funny (laughs) what about you man what's your uh Favorite old school NM experience? I, I can't live up to that. She that's a tough act to follow. It's well, so experience.
0: Good. Like I was gonna say, like my favorite old school NM would just be something stupid like Spiny Speepy or something. Oh. But I mean, in terms, of, I did the quick draw kiting too. Um, not as crazy as you, of course.
1: You well, went to the bathroom first.
0: <laughs> yeah, I went to the bathroom first. Uh, I did a little Opkalu solo, and that was actually really cool uh, as as okay. a Corsair to like feel like I could do that. That's my first quick draw kite, I think, of an NM. Um nice. I remember back then quick draw kiting was a big thing for people because it was like um someone had like a a collab with someone. I think it was Deadwing. If anyone knows that old school red mage name there, that's definitely even into the ninety nine era they were still around, I believe. Uh Deadwing was a corsair as well, besides a maybe it was Deadwing, maybe I'm misremembering. But it was someone to bring Charybdis up to the pond there to Quick Draw a Kite around there. And it happened. Oh. But you know the trek that is with all that aggro. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, that's a long, deep trek to get up back to that pond. Oh, man, before, before all the doors. That is a long way of aggro. And at 75, that stuff still hurt. And so
1: I couldn't even imagine because that thing was camped because everyone wanted to join. Yes, it.
0: yes, you had to claim it first, and, and then you had to make a <laughs> way
1: You had to make sure that you didn't lose claim. Because yes, and it would also de-aggro. It would de-aggro, yeah, and then you, like, the only feasible way I could see you pulling like that multiple is if you people. used a, a series, yeah, multiple people using, like, a series of, like, casting sneak as you run by after you already have aggro, but you can't let it catch you. I think
0: you it was even something ridiculous like that, like, bind and sneak and run away and then wait for bind oh, to whirl. Man. that is,
1: that is crazy, I appreciate I, that. Because I know That's Red Mage awesome. could bring
0: it up to the lake themselves to solo it, but it was, it was quite yeah. a series of binds and, and sneaks and stuff to get past stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, duo dia the the tier three for Enkidu Subligar with a corsair because we wouldn't have enough damage as one before. I think it would eventually time out. It's something weird. You could do it as one, but it would take a while. But we do it, and it was you know kind of a fun thing to run around that tower there, where you zone out with uh the the wiver chasing you.
1: You know when they they brought timers into all the content in this game, I think they actually just just took a giant deuce on all the fun we used to have yes
0: but it's not fun when you want to fight something as a link shell and some yeah. jack wagons running around for six hours so you can't with pop it gears. what they should have done is Stopping. had multiple instances of the nm to pop but then i guess that's a whole problem but they did an abyssia so
1: you're right yes um having that having that one ass hat running around with arm gears for six hours freaking soloing a with bottleneck.
0: a trade mid-fight
1: yeah oh man
0: So, I don't know a favorite fight. Well, favorite fight would be, like, favorite mission fight.
1: Uh, Mine's easy. I join it every time there's a shout. Uh, It is the final Rhapsody's fight in this game.
0: That was... It wasn't... I thought it should have been a harder fight. It was not hard. But the music and the little, you know, nostalgia member berries going around there of all, like, the little things flashing up. It's very well done. The whole The arena is well done with, like, the little... memories the arena
1: was almost my answer to the favorite zone question because just those zones where they they clearly crafted it to look like what you would expect out of like final fights in the old final fantasy games how they're all weird and crazy and abstract like they 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 really captured it with that and the the imperial paradox too but this one particularly um was just awesome like if you go in there and look straight down you're just walking over a void you know you got all this other craziness going on you have this this mob it's the
0: i think that's well, see, the problem is, compared to the Paradox fight with Promathea, that zone is like looking down at Quiffum or whatever, and it's like very pretty and everything. That zone's more like abstract gray and stuff with all the memories going around, so it's like, I like yeah. that, like, just like, it's like changing, like, things between the pillars and the distance there. Like, that's really hard to beat, but I don't know, the Paradox, just so much, so much better looking.
1: I don't even know if I can agree there. Like the um that particular zone I just think isn't used enough. And honestly, I think if they used it again, it would be used way too often. Um the final fight for Rhapsody. Yeah. And they, they did actually use it again. I guess that's actually where you fight Iroha in the Master Trial. But uh I don't know. Like that that's that's a, a niche enough fight to where it's not like overused. But I imagine we'll get a high chair battlefield at some point and we'll get to have more people appreciating it.
0: Wait for the Aroha one. What do you fight in? Isn't it that zone?
1: Yeah, you, you fight in the um in the actual uh, arena for Cloud of Darkness.
0: Yeah, I thought so. So you it's already been reused.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it is. But I mean, it's a niche in a fight to where it's not. You don't see it all the time. If
0: anything, no. the Aroha fight a, is the fight that arena deserved.
1: It, exactly. If if it's if it was like a regular high tier battlefield that you'd enter all the time for like chapters or something, it would really lose its luster.
0: And if anyone doesn't know what the Aroha fight is, um, it's the one, it's a master trial for that polearm, the one that she uses when you call her, that red phoenix stick thing.
1: I'm still sad it doesn't light on fire.
0: Yeah, it it should have gone a little bit, but considering was, everything that, else that glows. Then again, not glowing in this game is becoming more special, because everything's glowing now. Right. So... It's, uh, you've got to fight against her and all the other heroines, essentially a heroine's hold fast 2.0, where instead of having to go between the missions to fight them once, you know, and the, the, there's a thing with rooms in that fight. It was like an old 99 content. But anyway, uh, you got to fight them all at once. And it is actually a very challenging fight.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, if you, if you fuck up, you, you fuck up pretty bad. It's a
0: master trial, of course. So saying it's a challenging fight sounds a bit redundant, but
1: it's, it's honestly, it's probably the easiest of the master trials, like kind of tied with unafraid of the dark.
0: I don't yeah. know. I've only fought it like once or twice, and I never tried it again. Because I mean, but the one time I went in, uh, it seemed very difficult. I don't know if it's just the group didn't know or whatever. I was just tanking
1: as best yeah, I could. If you don't, if you don't crowd control the other girls just right, like it, it ends up just being an absolute. Close yeah, to fuck. that's what happened. Yeah,
0: cool stuff though.
1: Um, yeah, it's definitely. Definitely up there with my favorite with my favorite fights though, um, is that that particular master trial. But uh, honestly, the the ROB fight is is just key. I think it's just a really cool thing.
0: What is my favorite fight then? Hmm, <laughs> maybe the mat fight. You know, no, my oh, favorite yeah. fight, you know what my favorite fight was ever was the G five for pup because it's the mat fight that's not a match fight, and you got to fight against a puppet master, and that was probably. I had like high potions and everything, and it was it was a close fight. So that I was. I never had a
1: reason to do that. Like, what what's that? If, like, you, don't
0: a, if you don't have if you have a mat job? job, you have to fight the puppet master. Yeah. So you don't get to fight him to break your limit. Break to seventy for seventy-five for the first time.
1: So is it like the beast one where you just you know. Sick your beast on the or sick your puppet on the dude and you kill their puppet, and then you then you team up and kill them or i if I recall
0: it? what I did back in the day was I wore evasion gear or whatever and had the puppet tank it wasn't like like impossible it was. it was just kind of hard you had to like have a strategy to go with and had the puppet tank uh both of them at the same time with strobe or whatever because you could do it back then with the enmity and um <laughs> you kill the puppet then eventually go after him. And you had to use a bunch of repairs and old repair kits, stuff like that. But it was fun. And that's the first thing that comes to mind because it was like, it was engaging in a way where, like, I'm going to break my level 70 cat for the first time. It's like, it's the things attached to it that made it. It's not like the coolest fight. It's not like the most special fight. But that's the first thing that comes to my mind. So I'm not going to, I'm sure I could think of other fights that were like super fun or something for me. Like maybe the airship fight for people might be like their favorite fight or, you know, something like that.
1: Airship fight is. airship
0: fighters yeah that's that's the other one that comes to mind but multi-tier fights yes and it's unfortunate that the mamuts were not part of the high-tier battlefield version (laughs) that would have made it a lot better on vd that would have been fun because now on vd it's really not hard yeah there (laughs) would
1: there would have been like five of them
0: yes five like super hard leveled up they they got to bring them back for maybe an ambuscade or something because they have not used them in like 15 years they'd be perfect for an ambuscade
1: Yeah, it would be such a throw-off to make it a V1 and, like, have them change modes and everything and not understand how they work.
0: Yeah, because they switch from a staff to a weapon to a hand-to-hand to, to, like, absorb uh, physical damage. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's great. You can't skill-chain at a certain, you know, because you're going to heal them with magic. So you have to, like, go make, like, non-skill-chaining weapon skills and then go to skill-chaining at a point because you have to use magic. You know, it'd be be awesome. But what do we have next here in this list that I thought up of?
1: Battle content gets a little weird because I think we both agree the campaign is pretty awesome, right? So yes, if we're gonna, if we're gonna say, that. Uh, I really I just want to add the master trial system to it. I really just like the, the jacked up ridiculous parts, so we have to be really precise. If it's
0: not campaign, you yeah, know, it's not campaign. If it's not campaign, I wanna say monstrosity, but they never did enough with it. Oh. Monstrosity. So
1: the best tanks in the game, right?
0: Monstrosity is like Pancreation, where when you start doing it, it's a lot of fun. But eventually <laughs> just leveling up stops being fun, like as fun as it is, but like you can like unlock different monsters and to level up again, and like be fighting with like on a Colibri casting magic or something or a fly doing somersault or something. It's really cool. Uh, And it, it it doesn't sound as cool as it feels, but monstrosity (laughs) is really fun. Kind of like getting sucked in pancreation way. Uh, So I guess that's my answer, but I really, they really could have done something with that.
1: Yeah, uh, I never really experienced monstrosity at all, and I never had a desire to ever do it.
0: Try it sometime.
1: I you can I be did. a Spriggan. I, I had a situation where I flagged monstrosity for like some reason related to the dueling quests, and I messed up, and I did not know how to turn it off. So every time I zoned into Zarkabard, I was stuck in monstrosity. Oh, mode. gladiator
0: status. You gotta turn it off. At the, yeah, that was it, awful. Like I could North figure it out. the thing.
1: Yeah, I looked it up online. I, I checked all the sites and <laughs> I just couldn't figure it out. And I was like, I was actively angry. I was swearing <laughs> at my computer. And this was, yeah, this was like maybe a year ago. Like I was really,
0: concerned. oh, wow. Oh man, I was so angry. That's hilarious.
1: Yeah, I was like, fuck this I like, didn't even so know what
0: rash. it was. So you couldn't say, fuck it. Fuck whatever this. Yeah, thing I is. didn't know
1: what was happening. All I knew is I couldn't interact with anything. And I remember I had to get into Zarkabard. It was when I was making my relic gun. Um, I, <laughs> I, I needed to get into Zarkabar to do the, uh, the Annihilator Trials and I couldn't get in there and I was so mad. Okay, Fox. Oh, looks like it's going to get weird now.
0: <laughs>
1: Maybe. Well.
0: Who is the best waifu? Who is your favorite waifu?
1: So as adult men, this is a very strange topic, but at the same time it's not. Um, um, I would say that my favorite waifu in this game is probably RCL.
0: Ooh. She occasionally enjoys being slapped in the heat of the
1: moment. I have on her wiki page. Well, I didn't want to go like super deep with the whole Sean Connery approach, but yeah, I'm kidding. You could no, uh, it, so my problem with a lot of the, um, especially with like Iroa, I'll use Iroa as a as a counter example to my own thing. My issue with Iroa as like say a, a wife or whatever is like she was designed to be, and she spends so much time. I think Arcella was designed two-beam.
0: to be a wife who more than she is.
1: Well, she was, but in a different way. And that's kind of what I'm going to use as, like, a contrast. Um, Iroa cares about, like, what you were doing at all times. It's all about you. It's really obnoxious. And, like, in-game, like, you can't even get your own space. Like, because it's, it's just, it's it's creepy almost, you know. But, you know, she has a whole history with you or whatever. And that's, like, the story. You just don't know. Arcella seems to not even give a shit about why you're there for, like, most things. And then, like, she kind of, like, grows on you. And it's not even that you can do, like, the And your character things. grows on her. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, it, it feels like something progresses there. Actually, and
0: yeah, that's a good point. I just think that's the first you time can, your character, like, builds a progressive, visible relationship with another mainline character in a serious, like,
1: way. And he, the only thing that bugged me is that you could be creepy <laughs> uh, like during the, during the cutscenes. Like, I didn't feel like it really needed that, you know, to add that. And just the fact that she played Oblivious kind of detracts from it. But I think overall, it's, it's it very Japanese. the best choice. Yeah.
0: yeah. What, you didn't unlock RCL's blouse key item at the end of uh, Adeline missions?
1: Actually, I'm pretty sure I chose all the creepy options once I
0: I did unlock the blouse because I'm like, oh, you got to get this key item. It's, it's useless. I got yeah, this.
1: I yeah, I intentionally picked all the creepy options just for that. And I really hoped I wasn't screwing myself the whole time. It
0: you, ended up not mattering. You will never guess my waifu. It is impossible for you to, well, it's not impossible, but you will never guess my waifu.
1: Does that mean I can't pick Prish because that would be weird?
0: It is not a mainline character. It is not Prish, oh, Lion, no. uh, Arcella. It's none of those heroines. It's not Nashmao, not not Na- well, not Nashmira. Sorry, Nashma the fucking zone. It's
1: not Naja, although I think that, Naja is not a bad, bad waifu.
0: See, I I told Carrot well, before this when so we were thinking of this list really quick while you were dicking around and Odyssey. I don't know. Fuck that queue. <laughs> 30 minutes of queuing for a laggy zone. Good job.
1: For 2 minutes of fighting,
0: yeah. Yeah, one spot 15 minutes, the other seven spots right away. That means someone sucked. Um I I'm said before before be this off. one, Nausea was not a bad candidate for me of best waifu.
1: I'm I'm trying to think of like the, the no names that don't stand out. Or wait, 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 wait. It's not Lilith's friend, is it?
0: No. Porsche? It's not Porsche. Well, Porsche's are mom, isn't it? Yeah, in the oh, storyline, yeah, no, that's it's her mother, mom, yeah. and, and the night she's like
1: she's like a friend mom.
0: Yes, the the cool mom, she's Stacy's mom.
1: The cool mom, she's got it going up.
0: Okay, you will never guess. I will tell you. No, I won't. Um, for the maid from the Adeline story mission. <laughs> really? Yes, and she's I so frumpy. Yes. Wow. But I, I edited her page to give her a description back on BG years ago, and I said, Clearly the most neurotic of all the maids in the castle. The hamster frequently falls off the wheel inside her head. At times you may wonder if her sanity is dangling by a mere thread.
1: That is endearing. And, and how does that make it waifu material?
0: She is the best waifu. Fight me.
1: Okay. Okay. Apparently she is. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> so everyone's going to go to BG and type it for villain now
1: trying to figure this out
0: she you also get more of her if you do the agnes directive which i did so i mean i think i think the agnes directive firmly sealed her as the uh, best waifu i
1: remember she got down on a lot of zany stuff yes
0: it is great because the thing is the agnes one she just like throws her arms up in the air and then literally the wind animation goes by and a leaf (laughs) kind of yes it is great oh i love her
1: you know, I think I think Edelin had like most of the like the best cutscenes honestly. Like they put the For most NPCs, yes. Yeah. They put they put so much care in craftsmanship, especially in like the main story. The you know? the
0: subtlety there. Because
1: that that humor, that that humor would have fallen so flat if they had done the same sort of thing in like Chains or you yes. know, anything prior because it wasn't
0: Chains it was more a different tone. Kind of like, yeah. you know, same thing with um Prish. Like you you're like you have a bond with her and it's like the bond of like Struggling and fortitude and overcoming, like the ending of the world, you know, like your bond yeah. with her is like an epic narrative bond, like some uh, Homer uh, Odysseus shit. But with, also, it's creepy. Yeah, a little creepy. She's a little, I mean, yeah, a yeah. little, little interesting. But she's a child. But yeah, with with Adeline and those characters, whether it's Yagnus or and even you know the stupid tiger, what's his name? Uh <laughs> Yeah, even with him, like, all those characters, you kind of, like, have, like, this, like, growing thing with them, and it's, like, a progression of, like, like, you're not just, like, taken for granted, like, you know, Ah, oh, you're Spicy Ryan, we're gonna go do this! And it's, like, no, you kind of, like, you know, kind of, like, builds up.
1: Is it wrong that I never gave a shit about Mormar though?
0: Mm, I don't think many people I never did. cared about I mean,
1: him one time. I did really and like I the know, art with Teodor. him. I didn't care about Theodore either.
0: Well, Theodore, no one cares about him. He's, he's, yeah. he's... He's just not Dracula. He's not Dracula. He's dis- uh, that's what my
1: buddy. Yeah. When I went through the story missions, he was like, oh, not Dracula.
0: And so, yeah, not just
1: tra- called it
0: instead of like Transylvania uh, Dracula, he, instead of that, he's like the Czech Republic discount, you know, <laughs> not even Prague. He, he's like the Brno Czech discount of, of Dracula.
1: Fair. Oh, man. I like how this came up during waifus.
0: Oh, uh, well, of course. But no, the art with Moramar and the, and the big lion there, the the cat, the Dar Sulin, whatever the hell his name is, yeah. yeah. But that that was really good art, and that was like you know I like cats, so I can I can empathize with him and his kitty. All right, best unity.
1: Oh man, so the the best unity is Sylvie.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's hard to hard to argue that. Yeah. Although I'm well, my... so
1: when when you're not like when when you haven't gotten like Ignis and Monbro, obviously there's argument for the other white mages, but. Once you have those things, those other white mages are ultra-redundant and unnecessary, and you just big Sylvie.
0: Can I tell you, now that I have Mombro, I love him.
1: Right? That's I what took I the, tell everybody.
0: It takes a real-life year to unlock him if you do it constantly every month. So anyone who doesn't have him, uh, you should unlock. luck. And
1: I ignored
0: those Deeds things for, like, the year they were out, and then they finally dropped that on me, and I'm like, oh, you finally fucked me.
1: Have you powered him up? Have you seen what he does?
0: Uh, you know, he does AoE Panacea and stuff, but otherwise what?
1: Uh, well, he also super benedictions twice. Like, there it's he's insane. Yeah, but you got to trade
0: like 100k every conquest how to do that. I'm not going to give this guy 400k a month every time to keep going back to him just so he it's, does. It's
1: a month, yeah. man. And and you also need to give him a, a high elixir, too.
0: Yeah. So I got I to gotta pay him 141k every, you know, every, or 100, 441k every month. I'm like, uh eh.
1: Well, when you do as many stupid things as I do uh, in but this game, he is absolutely great
0: because for finally now, unless King of Hearts is blowing through his MP on Firaga, which is stupid, that is the yeah. worst thing about King of Hearts. I don't even know why they did that. It is the worst caveat of that character almost. Do well,
1: only darkness? Yeah,
0: but unless unless he's done that, Olmia will not do ballads now. For most things, you would do like <laughs> unless you're like no MP on Blue Mage or something. I don't know. But she won't do ballads, so you can be on like Puppet Master or something getting CP solo, and you don't lose your ballads because Mambrou doesn't have MP you have to worry about. She keeps up Double march the whole time, finally.
1: He's also incredible technology for things like uh, if you're fighting Kin, and Ken does target, you just step behind did. Target know. comes right off. What? He, does, he covers you. Did not know that. Yeah, dude. He sits in range, and he covers you. And uh, a lot of people don't know that on, on Kin and even OU, um, if they use Target, um, you can actually break Target through the use of Cover by someone else. So if him. you
0: get behind him, he just covers you.
1: Yep, automatically. What the hell
0: is that? As long as Cover be... is up. As long as Cover is okay. up. Okay. So it's it's like an ability he mixes.
1: Yes, he uses Cover.
0: Okay, he does, He's not a very resilient NPC, so that would be like a desperate kind of thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, he's he's tankier than a lot of the Trusts are. Well, I mean, yeah, he has more HP. But no, he has no, like no innate uh, DT or anything. Um, but it, it's it's useful Should. for a lot of really weird niche things. That is good. To it's know. a little known a little known fact about him.
0: I mean, if we had to pick like the coolest unity, uh, I leveled up with Naja on uh, on a mule or whatever, just getting some levels or something. She's not a bad unity to, or a trust I mean, maybe she's not the strongest one. Maybe like Flavia would be stronger. The the Puppet Master uh, Courier, not Courier's Guild, the uh, Murmur's Guild? Yeah, she's tried the Murmur's Guild. Moomers Guild, whatever it is, I have to look at it. I think it's Moomers. Oh, I've never
1: gone deep on any of the other ones.
0: She's like a dragoon, so she's kind of cool. All right, all right. So, favorite craft?
1: Oh, uh, it's cooking.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say alchemy is my favorite craft, but cooking is the best craft.
1: Yes. My favorite craft is the best craft because I have no ties to the crafts as an enjoyable thing, so I'm just going to pick the best one. I I yeah I, I picked I picked clothcraft like I said before and it's awful uh but why why <laughs> alchemy over why alchemy over cooking
0: we talked about this before about how I used to form beehive oh. chips in uh, North Gustaberg on the hill there uh and some time you see yes that was my money making method as my highest job being a 33 thief eventually I got like 45 for TH2 but that took effort good it, it did it did man yeah I can't stop I got to farm I don't have any money um just, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it nowadays, but sparks kind of alleviate that ever being a thing. And uh, the guy in the link shell I was in, whether it was Moon Stompers or Carbuncle Knights, it might have been Carbuncle Knights, who knows? Um, which were related to the same thing. But anyway, he's like, you can make more money if I turn those into beeswax, and I have like, I'm a high level alchemist or whatever. I'm like 70 or something, so I can HQ them. Because <laughs> awesome. back then, getting over 70 was like you had to get like paralyzing powder from a three eyed fish that was not the easiest to get. Uh and like make like mamashitos or just stuff in general. And that was a terrible path. But yeah, and that was that eventually turned into like, oh I'm gonna make my own beehives wax because this guy's not on. And then I'm like, ooh, echo drops are worth money. And then stuff like that. Silent oils, prison powders. That was not bad money, but Mercury even back in the day as like a random <laughs> you, crap player.
1: You, you spent all of your time making poisonous Recolas?
0: I, if, like, I needed a gill, I would go and, like, get some slime oils and stuff in uh, tunnel and then make slime oils from the slime oils. It was good money. And you, I would even tear it into, like, a whole... You could, like, that was the cool thing back then, even though this isn't a nostalgia episode that has been. is right. Is you could farm more than slime oils. You could farm the Morian worm for the Morian Tathlum while you're farming slime oil. Yep, that was cool.
1: Yeah, true, true. Um... I actually always overlooked a lot of the, the, the NMs that you would randomly come across while farming because most of the time I didn't have cool ones like the Morian one.
0: And back when your inventory was more limited, um, and people, like, people would always just use a myth kebab or something or sushi. It was sushi or myth kebab. I only used like two foods yeah. back then. And foods are much more diverse and versatile nowadays where like cooking is the greatest thing in the world. But back then you'd have know, the inventory and like stuff like that. Cooking wasn't as cool. It was like basically. Just sushi and myth kebab.
1: Well, did could did you need to hit the mob, or did you already have so much accuracy that you just needed the attack?
0: Everybody needed more accuracy to. than they thought they did. And then they exactly. would then they would wear too much accuracy gear when they didn't.
1: Yeah, they did, especially at, like Pink Birds.
0: Yep, that was another thing. Telling people they don't need that much accuracy gear, they'd get upset.
1: Yeah. And what's funny is like, the Pink Birds camp actually like made it so people... Should be incentivized to build better sets and not rely on food. But I remember watching people just chug their way sushi, hundreds yeah.
0: a k of sushi, even plus ones. Yep.
1: Just, just, just cping out or just xping out there.
0: I think I might have needed it as Corsa Warrior with Joyuse, um, spanning <laughs> Slug Shot with Berserk, which was badass way to win the parse. Yeah, it was- <laughs> Daddy's love has come onto the Corsair at seventy five maripo. <laughs> but well, yeah.
1: stone cold cliffs though.
0: Remember when Slugshot hit like a truck? Oh
1: my god. Remember when people used that weapon skill? Yes. Yeah.
0: How about, since we did favorite craft, how about we go to favorite food then? And the caveat is yeah, not, not your omelet.
1: Not allowed to choose omelets.
0: I mean, everyone knows about your omelet by now. Your omelet du fromage.
1: It's also not Altana's repast because I don't care about some superfood.
0: Can you imagine people pay like, what was it, 5 mil for the plus 2 food for that? What is that? Ten mil even, I, s- I think, for the plus two food. Some people
1: have, some people sit on Captain Gill, and they're just like, sure, I'll spend. F- f-
0: I'll pay. I'll <laughs> spend ten mil of food. Dead, Colibri. Yeah,
1: no, I would. I wouldn't do that. Like too many people around me are going to screw up. There's no way I'm eating a a five ten mil food.
0: Speaking of food and Colibri taking it, Essie really missed a chance with the Goblin Ambuscade to bring in the that. You remember the. It was a crystalline prophecy, the fight against the seed goblins or whatever, the quad of worked, the, the goblin, and the goblin used yep. like that 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 food move that would like I actually think if he had food he wouldn't take it, but I think if he didn't, he would give you like this negative food or something. You could have had them take away food and the ambuscade would have been great. <laughs> yeah. If it he used food it was a mechanic, that'd be great.
1: Um, favorite food. I would say that my favorite food in the game right now is probably it's not an omelet. Probably grape Daifuku.
0: Yeah, I would say that's the food I find most useful.
1: Again, it's like the best. I'm, I'm like trying to pick like the generically best option. Like, I don't really have a lot of strong attachments to a lot of other foods. I do. Um, oh, actually, I get really excited uh, whenever I play Dragoon because a lot of times on Dragoon, I can use Behemoth Steaks.
0: Yeah, I don't care those around. I should, especially because I can make them carbonara. Yeah, it's, I just like, it's like it's like one of the around. few
1: jobs. It's it's one of the few jobs where you can actually use that food properly.
0: I don't know, I like the HP attack and store TP of Carbonara. It's hard to beat that with multi-attack, barely, and some attack.
1: Alright, alright. So what, what's your what's your food? I'm not, mine's mine's probably actually being a steak. I'm gonna go with that.
0: Deep fried shrimp.
1: Oh you gotta give him the D, right?
0: Yes, because people would always forget sushi and stuff during uh Aeonic runs or whatever. I
1: wouldn't need sushi
0: and I would go, No, you're getting a D and I'd give him a deep fried shrimp.
1: Yes. Oh, that's justice right there. During
0: dynamis, they'd forget it. During an ambuscade, they'd forget it all the time. Like that, if it was a serious aionic thing. And get they get real food, but during like ambuscade or something, they got the D. I
1: don't know. Nowadays, you probably don't need that much accuracy correction, so it's probably not even gimping them to give them that.
0: Well, this was also years ago, but yeah, okay. the deep fried shrimp in your inventory will abbreviate as D dot shrimp or whatever D dot fried shrimp. So you, it's literally the D.
1: D shrimp. That's good, man.
0: <laughs> you have a favorite weapon skill.
1: I absolutely do. Um, it is Death Blossom. That is one of the coolest looking weapon skills in this game. And it's almost never used, unless you're like a mythic red mage for some reason. Some reason. Well, I mean, the the sword isn't that much more accurate than like even SU5 options and stuff. Like it is, but very rarely are you in a situation where you can actually maintain the aftermath that gives it that, that real edge on accuracy. And even then, you're only using that accuracy to land things like Sleep and Silence. You're not using it on your real spells like Frazzle, hopefully. Um, and you're you're actually applying skill properly um, in those slots for those uh, for that situation. But uh, Death Blossom is, is was just the weapon skill when I unlocked it, I thought it was the coolest looking thing, and to this day it I is kind of is the coolest, coolest looking thing. Skill. Yeah, like the, the just the petals flying everywhere as you do it, as you're making the flower is really cool. Looking.
0: It looks a lot better than Glory Slash, that's for sure.
1: Oh yeah, the, the it, Savage Blade with it, extras.
0: No, the Glory Slash was just like. It was like Circle Blade with like light or something. Unless I'm thinking of... No, Uriel... I'm thinking of Uriel Blade. Yeah, Uriel Blade's the one where you jump up with the wings and do the like the light exploding from the ground, like fissures you know, or whatever. I'm
1: surprised they didn't add the wings to another weapon skill yet.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't brought Uriel Blade back, because that was probably... It was Savage Blade animation with all the extras.
1: Yeah, it was like Flashka also.
0: Even Gates, like, how- the, the the Tartarus Gates thing, not the one from the Relic weapon, but the one from the um, the... Wings of the Goddess Campaign weapon. That was a cool looking one too.
1: I don't even remember that one.
0: It's like a bunch of like voodoo curses or whatever I remember correctly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It was like a purpley kinda like a like a... not Spirit Taker. Like a like a sunburst looking thing where you swing and it just puts people like to sleep and whatever. It's like a stupid weapon skill. It's cool in campaign, of course,
1: but what sucks about those weapon skills is if they came out now and they were even remotely good, we would get so tired of seeing them because that's all, all people would use.
0: Well, well, CDC, 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 but um, I've
1: right. <laughs> never liked the look of CDC. I think that's it all right.
0: Better- no, I think Glory slash's fusion property or something stupid, though. So it would be absolutely awesome if you got him because then sword would have a fusion one that's not atonement.
1: And not Knights of Round.
0: Well, Knights of Rotund. Yeah. I don't even know if that has a property on it, but you certainly wouldn't use the weapon to find out. Uh, my favorite weapon skill,
1: oh, i So many of the old ones are so boring. I
0: don't know, Evisceration's kind of cool. That was like the first one I... The fir- okay, I'll tell you. Yeah,
1: you stab, you stab someone a bunch. The That's first the-
0: time I ever thought a weapon skill was cool, and I'm like, what's that I got to unlock that? It was Evisceration, because there was this guy on Zam's forums back in the day who had like an avatar of his Mithra doing Evisceration or something, I'm like, oh, that looks really cool. And I think that was like the first weapon skill I thought was super cool and I wanted to unlock.
1: Oh, I'm such an idiot. Um, so it's kind of tied with Death Blossom, but Blade uh, Blade Koo.
0: Oh, Blade Ku was really cool. That was one of the coolest ones back so in the
1: day. I, I'm, I'm an anime nerd, and oh. I am a sucker for the ninjas that can do the everywhere at once attack, where like you just kind of like phase in and out of existence. I just think that's the coolest looking thing ever. And just Blade Koo just kind of captures that. I don't care about the kanji flying around or anything like that. Uh, what I care about it's just the, the disappearing and reappearing in and out of existence while you're doing, like, the strobe effect weapon skill that gives people seizures. I I, I think that, that that weapon skill is really cool-looking.
0: Otherwise, leg sweep is badass.
1: Leg sweep? You know, I've never really looked at what leg sweep. No, off. it's
0: not, not how it looks. It's just as a weapon skill functionally, leg sweep is, like, cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, what was it, like 15 seconds done?
0: That can be up to something stupid like that. I would, I would say about 10 would be, I think, the limit.
1: Yeah, I remember I was using Leg Sweep and Omen the other day to hit, like, physical objectives and uh, uh, for the group, and I was actually killing things with Leg like, Sweep. It was It's doing, not like, a weak
0: weapon skill. skill, it's just not, it's like, it's better than uh, Circle Blade, for sure.
1: You'll you get somewhere eventually with it, I guess, but you'll never actually win yeah. Daddy's Love.
0: <laughs> I tried to explain Daddy's Love to Murr today, he didn't understand what it was.
1: I have said it during events. I've like, told him, him to stop chasing him.
0: Daddy's Love, and he was like, huh? Okay, we're almost done here with this list. So, oh, <laughs> speaking of, do you have a favorite player?
1: I do. Uh, my favorite player in the game is the Vesta. Uh, that, that little... The, the Red that Mage? Dude, yes. Uh, that dude inspired me to copy every single thing that he did on Red Mage, and it made me so much better at this game to learn how those mechanics worked as a mage.
0: And for anyone who thinks I sound even dumber than I usually do by saying, Avesta? Um I thought he said Savesta for a 2nd like, who the fuck Savesta? Oh.
1: Nope, Avesta. Um, that that dude is is just the OG red mage that did OG red mage things, and he, whoever they are, um, they they inspired me to do stuff with red mage that wasn't just healing and casting enhancing magic. Like it's it's basically the reason I ever became a red mage tank, which is the most fun thing I've ever done in this game. They should have never killed that function.
0: I think Avesta was overrated.
1: Soloing. Well, they may have been right, but it's not about whether they are overrated or not, but just as far as like. The personal impact that they, as a player, provided me as a red mage, shaped the way I played this game. So they they have to be my favorite player by default because it just shaped the way I played in the seventy five era.
0: Yeah, because um, I had seen back in the day when it was hard to find these things, like not even just YouTube, but just like obscure Japanese sites, like some random person would make you be like, look what this person did. There was a ninja back at 75 who soloed Ash Dragon as ninja sub-pup. What? Yes, exactly. They'd call the puppet out to cure them and then deactivate it again. What? Exactly. Because I, I don't know why they couldn't do it sub-dancer or whatever, but maybe they just wanted to do it sub-pup. They soloed Ash Dragon at 75, which was a feat, uh, as ninja sub-pup. Oh, you know why? Besides, well, they wouldn't get TP fast enough, too, because you, you didn't get TP fast back then. So you could not no. have... Dead Puppet did more Caring. And I think it even did Regen, too. It would have done Regen with the Whitehead, yeah. So it did Regen and Caring better than Subdancer would have done for you. So that was how they soloed Ash Dragon. Which, if no yeah, one's ever wait, met Ash Dragon, you would meet it doing the um, Headstone Pilgrimage, Yeah, yeah uh, Zalart mission. And back at 75, that would kill groups that didn't know what it was.
1: Yeah, right and, at the and exit. And like everyone would get sucked in too. Yep, throwing
0: right at the exit. Jeez. And there was really very little reason to kill it.
1: Yeah, I mean it was, it was only if you wanted the hearts, I believe. I think the hearts were the best farm out of it.
0: Yeah, that or maybe a dragon talent for the dragon the yeah. the harness, the one that was I like a couple of, No, 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 the Westgate did not the weskit was the bugger uh the buggered in Misero Coast or whatever. The the harness, the one that's like a it was the dragon harness.
1: Was it part of Dragon Harness? I thought. Yeah, that was, it was uh, Dragon Harness. Dragon she used
0: like a dragon fang or tooth, whatever it was, and you would use that as thief for sneak attack weapon skills or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Man, that was a chase item too.
0: And there's this other Japanese guy more recently that I found on YouTube. Not that Puppet Master thing is English that we saw do Shaw and all that cool stuff, but they did some before Malignance was even a thing. Uh, just soloing certain things on Blue Mage and Monk and stuff. That was because It's kind of super back then. Uh, that I thought was very cool and impressive. I don't remember their name. I if I, I don't know if I want to stop and pull them up, but it doesn't matter. But in terms of my favorite player, Ooh. Mm, Blue spoons of a Sura server. Shit, I don't have an answer for that one. I can say Carrot's answer was Drela. That's her favorite player. <laughs> And then I go, what? Pro with the scars not good enough? And she goes, well, maybe if trailer didn't exist, <laughs> which
1: <laughs> damn, talk about being second string.
0: See, well, I mean, you could take it for what it's worth. I mean, someone be like, cool, I'm number two instead of number uh, nothing. Off,
1: off the bench, <laughs> going in, kid,
0: <laughs> going in. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. All right. Okay, so I don't have an answer for that. I mean, blue spoons of a sera server. There's so many players I've met.
1: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even have to be a prolific player.
0: That's what I'm just even had to be special. Most people aren't. Blue spoons. Okay. How about a favorite? How about a favorite XP camp then?
1: Okay, so my favorite XP camp. It's
0: one of our last two points here.
1: Is technically all of the pet camps for black mages where you just one shot pets. <laughs> but my favorite one in particular was like the, the worst, most awful one to die at, and that was the one in uh, I think it was like Newton Mavopolis, oh, where you boy. had to go to this ledge and then nuke the bats without falling down the ledge and you had to one-shot him and if you didn't one-shot him which means you needed a very specific amount of int and tornado which as an elven that really sucked um (laughs) i uh you you would get like resists every once in a while and sometimes have have to retreat down the ledge in which case you got like worse xp afterwards i just thought it was it was really fun just one-shotting pets and just watching the master just like wander around not caring about what you did
0: i did black mage and pets were a big thing and oh man when you get a resist on flare or something in bibicky bay against yeah. the rabbit the rabbit pet oh god yep. you die and it was like it was so arduous
1: it was brutal especially if the uh if the master wasn't looking the right way so you could either gamble and get good chains right by by just trusting and you're not getting a resist while the mob while the master was looking or you had to like wait for your chain to break and wait for the master to not be looking at the rabbit when you went to nuke, There was like an art to it.
0: The most successful one I had for that was probably the goblin with the ladybug in East Run for S. It was like a 30 or 40 level camp or something. That was always really good. But I also leveled summoner on the pets because you couldn't get an invite on summoner. This is before Abyssia. My summoner got to 72 before Abyssia. And I got up to level 70 on this camp in Vunkral Inlet. And it's the Giga's Tiger. And I used, like, Garuda yep. with another Summoner uh, at, uh, at that time to level up. It was so slow and so painful. But I remember using Garuda, and when you got Predator Claws at 70, it was like the world opened up and you could kill yeah, the tiger. Kind of off. Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah, I remember on Summoner I did almost the same thing. I did a lot of Carby Kiting on bombs, um, but I do remember getting at 65 Eclipse Bite and I started Eclipse-biting things.
0: Yep, and then from 70 onwards, I think like 72, it was Leviathan was spinning dive against imps because he wouldn't get Amnesia because it's fire-based. Yep. Oh, boy. Summoner was the worst solo like leveling experience I've ever had in this game. Dragoon yeah, was group, more fun. Groups,
1: groups wanted it, but it was so difficult to get XP if you weren't like you know uh, level sync burning in Croco Tunnel.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to do that.
1: I did a lot of that. So much of that.
0: But outside of that, my favorite XP camp um, that comes to mind immediately would be in the level sync days. Even before that, before level sync was a thing, like just leveling there normally, was Ron for S, the Colibri and Ladybug camp.
1: Killing pink birds before you could kill pink birds. The Ladybugs, too.
0: I remember leveling my Blue Mage there sub... I don't know if I was sub-thief for that point, but I think I was doing... A sneak attack chain affinity into um what's the bat move? It was Red Lotus Blade into the Bat Jet Stream stream or whatever to make like fusion or something, and that was damage.
1: Oh, what's funny about back then is you could you could XP on Calibri in there, right? You could kill the pink birds and then you could move on to Ottergon and kill more pink birds. Yes, fifty five. Yep. And then you could fifty two. You could could go if you were good enough party. Yeah, like if you milked that party for long enough and fought the lessers to the the regular Calibris, you could then fight the, the greater Calibris like right afterwards. So, like, basically, you could XP on Calibris from like level 34 until 75.
0: Carrot always teases me and says, All I know is pink birds. But no, you know, my yeah. other favorite camp too is a stupid one the Defoliator Crawler Camp in Idaho subterranean on a little hill. Getting on that hill for some reason, the camp. I love that hill. It was just satisfying to have a hill you were camping on that was like a hill you can just run up, either like spiral staircase up the hill.
1: We'll see the hill.
0: You have a non-pet camp favorite one. Oh. Perhaps you like fighting the rats as a black mage duo in uh, the subterrane as well as black mages because you can get a party before puddings and the rats run around. Was... You got to buy them so they run away and come back to you, mm. or they would de-aggro somewhere and you get no points.
1: That was my worst part of the black mage experience. Actually, was going from pets to doing the stupid rats. The and rats I was the fine. Once I, dude, once I got to the puddings again, I was fine. But there was like three to four awkward levels where I had to fight those stupid rats, and I absolutely hated it. The
0: rats were faster than the pets, man. That's why I loved it.
1: I, there's something about it I didn't like. I don't know. I, I just always hated fighting Kieran. But, I don't know, XP camps? Um, none of them super stand out. Like, what about the secret
0: camp? room in the crawler's nest?
1: <laughs> That's just a classic camp. I wouldn't say that camp was any. Was actually any. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I would actually say that that my answer is that one of the newer camps, and that's uh that's the uh, the apex, and I think having a- access to the uh the apex camps where no bots exist or anything, and uh, like if it rewards you for being a well geared player, yes, and you can go in there and you can just get fantastic C V and just not worry about anyone bugging you. I've never had anyone bug me at any of those,
0: and you usually don't have competition.
1: Yeah, because there's, no, there's, there's plenty of mobs rolling around because no one the pot no really might be taken. Yeah, but even if they are, you could fight uh, you could fight the Sariaths or whatever. And then if they were taken, you could fight the skeletons. Worst case scenario, but honestly, if you brought a monk, they'd probably be fine.
0: Poopit master,
1: poopit master.
0: Okay, so last one here. What is your favorite looking AF? Your favorite looking armor set? Two different things there, but favorites nonetheless the that are related.
1: Ideation or duelist, um, of course. I, I was such a huge fan of the Red Mage from Final Fantasy 1. It has always been my favorite class um, throughout all of Final Fantasy, and in this one here, I think they nailed it with it as far as like, how the look is for, for Red Mage. It, dude that the pimp hat is strong, man. What about you?
0: Uh, mm,
1: I not every not every job has a pimp hat. We understand that
0: I, I had an attachment for some reason. I mean, would like the Black Mage AF hat. I don't know why it was stupid it and I was real? so happy. Yeah, I was happy to get it, even though I'm like, eh, now I have it. It's like, eh. But I want to say the Blue Mage AF set is the best, of course, obviously. But there's also something charming. It looks horrible on my character, but I am completely content with anyone else wearing it. Uh, The Puppet Master AF set. It is just weird and flashy, but I don't pull it off. The headpiece is my problem. I hate that headpiece. Otherwise, I, I actually really like the body and everything. It looks really cool.
1: It's a little derpy cap, I guess. It looks like it's, it's strapped on. It looks
0: like a swim cap or something.
1: Yeah, what is that shit? I agree, I agree. It's kind of weird looking.
0: It's it's like otherwise my favorite armor set. I want to instinctively say the Palawan set from earlier, and I it looks nothing's ever been made like it still. But also on um, Blue Mage, I always wear the Iget set. The Ijut set looks really cool. Yes,
1: yeah, you do that.
0: No one else wears it too, because unless you've been around in this game for a while, see, like someone like. Our, our mutual friend is very upset that they don't like like the way they number fishing rods. He's very upset they don't number when you made your mythic weapon back at seventy five, not when you actually ever got it past seventy
1: five. You, you gotta, you gotta cling to what matters, guys. Yes,
0: and he's like we never numbered it, and I think he like deeds so much, so he can like prove to everyone he's played.
1: I never, it's not him specifically. There are other people who've been who have complained about yeah. this. Too. I never understood with being. Just because you're the first to use something does not make you the best at using something, or even the most experienced at using something. So just because you had it first doesn't mean you're actually good at using it.
0: Taking someone's virginity is not special. Having a good time is. Exactly. And you have a good time when you have experience.
1: Exactly. Otherwise, it's just, you know, a bunch of inexperienced people just bumping around all awkwardly. Is it which is Which is kind of what happens in this game when most people make a mythic. Oh, boy. And then refuse to take it to item level.
0: <laughs> I don't know, but those are the things I like. Because people buy all these stupid vanity items like the um, the Fermian sword. So while it's cool that I have the glory swords, you'll, I sometimes lock style. Things.
1: I absolutely hate it when people get that shit marked. Even though I, I, I've i done it before, right? I, I absolutely hate the fact that, that people have these things. Because it's something that you should be doing. As a... But if
0: you went and picked up the Amir set from uh, Salvage... Not Salvage, god damn it. Um, the, uh, the Assault, if you went to Assault, because I, I started thinking about when I said Salvage, I think about the Scotty set. I was gonna be like, yeah, they already did the Scotty set over, now it's the Maganda. But then I, you know, I'm thinking of two things at once. Um, so yeah, if you go and pick up the Amir set from Assault, that's actually still a unique set that no one wears. So if you walked around in that, it actually looks very cool. And no one who hasn't played this game for a long time thinks of those pieces of gear. Like if no one wears the P boots anymore, that would be a great lock style. Bring back the P boots.
1: Oh, the whole P set, man.
0: They have the whole P set.
1: Yeah, the the Arum Curious set. And
0: people all get the Arum gear because they're making mythic weapons, so the Arum gear is everywhere. But no one's making their full Arum set. No one. I've never seen a character run around in the full Arum set.
1: Yeah, my, uh, my my buddy uh, Hayden actually lock styles old school gear sets. So he like his red mage is the old school like Delmatica Vidiation Carmen Crimson Crucy's legs, you know that sort of thing. And then he does uh, like the uh, the samurai that wears the um, the Usuken, the kane body and
0: oh that like was the, cool
1: the scorpion helm yeah that stuff or not the scorpion helm but the ace's helm how
0: yeah how not even the ace's helm because ace's helm there's a lot of argument back and forth about that being the best piece back in the day or not <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a big thing but the um the head piece you'd weapon skill him with strength the demon's helm or something
1: and no well, one wears when, the waistcoat. The uh, Westkit's
0: the like the coolest armor piece too. I have a Westkit lock style.
1: Uh, I have a lock style with the Westkit where it's the uh, the old school version where it's the Black Mage head, um, or the the relic head, the Westkit, and the uh, the pants for the day, uh, the the relic pants.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right for the for the day bonus. Those pants look the um, nice um, pants. For a long time, I actually used to lock style uh, the uh, an Aces helm, a Adalberg, and the uh, the Ayano Cascales or whatever the 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 legs are. I, I forget home what they were called in the home The homom, yeah. I used the homom legs, the homom hands, and I had the P boots on, and that was my lock style on dark when I came back.
0: I'd be happy so when walk- people wore like the murky water cores and the other ACP That's looking my black armor. Lock style. Yeah, if they wore that body or and just the even the paladin looking body from ACP looks like nothing else. Like, but you never see anyone like lockstyle. It's all. It's all uh, malignance gear and stuff. Or now it's this new Odyssey gear. Everyone just locks that gear because they think it's like cool to have that.
1: I'm so sad that um, that I have to be on Black Mage to actually you know see this lock style because I almost never use it. But I use uh, the exemplar staff because it looks like a staff rod of rich mahogany. I use the the artifact head, right? I use the murky water core as the body, uh, regal cuffs for the hands, Abdallah subligar for the uh, legs, and uh, Thera Greaves for the feet. And all of those pieces match really well and you look like a really cool black mage when you're using it. Just a just pro tip as we journey through lock styles.
0: Yes. The true end game.
1: Yep. Oh dude, I've got I've got like eighty lock styles.
0: But I gotta say, that's that's I mean I think that's about it, but this was fun to do this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um it's it's nice to like circle back to one of these things every once in a while and stop worrying about uh you know, having concise content that's constructive about how to play the game or whatever, and yeah. worry about all the small shit that no one really cares about, but everyone asks questions.
0: I hate getting those questions in game. Oh, I got an augment on my Herc. Should I keep it? Oh, come on! Is that really the best thing you could ask me?
1: I promise you, it's not going to show up on the parse, man. If you have to ask, it's not going to show up.
0: If you care that much, you better pick up a spreadsheet that someone's done for you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Otherwise, it would just shoot. It would just stand out, and you'd be like, "Yeah, that's clearly better."
0: Yeah, but it's really hard to tell at times because, you know, say you get Quad Attack 2 Therefore, and Double Attack 3 on your foot boots and then you get Critical Hit Rate 1 and Quad Attack 3. It's obvious it obviously doesn't matter in the long run, and they're really yeah. close no matter what, but like you go, hmm, should I replace it?
1: To be honest, if, it, if it's close and it doesn't super matter, I would just pick the Quad 3 because it looks cooler when you're wearing it.
0: I picked the Quad 3 because it had more accuracy, and my other one had like 4 accuracy plus. I'm like, well, that's an easy choice.
1: Oh, yeah, Ek Ak- Ak- is Ak is going to be king in base sets for me. I can see that.
0: Pup's running around in quad three crit rate one accuracy attack twenty ish on Herc boots. That's a that's kind of cool. It's got no magic evasion, yeah. of course. It's got something, but but it's garbage. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the curse of Pup too. It doesn't get the kind of Saba like Monk does, but it does get Malignance, which is especially if king the, is good enough.
1: That's the curse of like all quad attack. Quad-, quad attack here at this point is uh, we're kind of growing out of it in the sense that. If we keep wearing that Quad Attack gear and stuff keeps progressing, we're just going to it.
0: Yeah, it's, it reminds me of how the Thomas coat eventually got invalidated back yeah. when Esha was new. I was still wearing the Thomas cover, but I'm like, eventually, I'm like, I can't do this anymore.
1: Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And, and that exact scenario was like kind of applying here, which is funny because we actively had DM AUG campaign going on right now. And it's just, it feels medium when I go up and I try to get something yeah, I'm Yeah, the excitement. Kind of
0: In the words of BB King, the thrill is gone. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, really, I'm not even, I haven't done it the past couple of days. I got a couple of good augments. I like some Phalanx. That'd be nice. I mean, maybe I'll get lucky and get some ridiculous weapon skill, but even then, the weapon skill, dark matter augs are always lacking accuracy nowadays, and that tends to come to bite you at times. So, it, you know.
1: Yeah. In fact, uh, that's actually what's making me pull away from using those, uh, a lot of those dark matter augs is because they always have like 14 accuracy on them. Or and how about how about, about like kill. weapon
0: skill damage nine and like some strength and like no accuracy <laughs> had that had that happen I think yeah
1: or it's like mind five weapon skill damage nine or ten right and then it has like pet accuracy four pet dex four
0: I got the quad attack plus three hands with decent accuracy and I had pet dex plus one I'm like well there you go puppet have fun yeah pretty much you get the good augment but I think we're done now
1: yeah I think we're good.
0: So we've almost hit two thousand views in the podcast. That's cool, and uh, the YouTube channel is over three thousand. So we have people that listen to us, which is awesome. That's pretty
1: sweet for a small operation, that's for sure.
0: Yep, especially one that keeps having to scramble at the last minute because the guest couldn't make it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess we could just you know go deep and honestly, like like we said in the last episode, uh, or at least like I said in the last episode. I mean, we could go forward and try to do the uh, the mechanics episodes.
0: Yeah. I mean, the problem is they need to be, like, outline. Got to contact Funkworks. We got to contract them out for an outline.
1: Get him to do it because I clearly won't.
0: Yes, I know. That's the problem, too. I'm like, well, I better start making it, which is fine.
1: Can't be counted on for anything. (laughs) So since
0: I made that post today on Reddit, if anyone is interested and is well-versed in a topic and would be, you know, gleeful to come join us here uh, and wants to be on, like, a guest list or something with a topic of their choosing and... You know, if you were on the list today, you would have been it. So if anyone wants to like join the invisible make believe guest list and come on or something, not that we're not desperate for guests. We don't, I mean, Fox and I just do this forever, but I kind of like the dynamic of me not having to speak as much, which I'm sure a lot of people would enjoy as well.
1: And it's also kind of interesting being able to talk about something from someone else's perspective. I was like going to say perspective. Have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like. Like, I can talk about the stuff that I know really well. Spicy can talk about the stuff that he knows really well. But uh, there's going to be something out there that neither of us would have talked about to begin with that maybe someone else can make a really interesting conversation about. So that's really kind of what
0: I mean, the waifu thing, we're going to say ask every yeah, guest now. Weird, that's going to be the, uh, the bar to entry there is, okay, what's your favorite waifu before you come on?
1: Which cartoon character does it the most for you? <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird, dude. No, I'm, I'm not that kind of anime.
0: Dude. Everyone knows Tharja and Fire Emblem's the best. Come on.
1: Dude, Fire Emblem as a whole is just solid. Dude, I could talk about some Fire Emblem, even though I know like almost nothing about the lore. Like the gameplay is so good.
0: It is. We had a I had a joke back in the day with a guy, and he said, "Tharja's best waifu." Get over it, and that was a thing.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what I understand, because I watched some content uh, regarding Fire Emblem, and they definitely have some like quality waifus in those in those games. That's for sure.
0: Anyway, it's so there's there's the guest list, and if anyone wants to email us, of course, WTF and deal. or if you want to post in the BG thread on BG's forums. If you don't know where that is, it's top left of the wiki, says forum. Click that. There you go. And we do have a thread there. Alvino posts in there sometimes, which is cool, and a few other people. Uh, But that's something that, you know, I don't post anywhere else besides I'm kind of not on Reddit. I just post some topics that are important because I know people will see it there. No one will see them in BG. So come hang out there. That's fun. And the Discord's fun now. We're picking on uh, Alvino's food or my food. (laughs) So the Discord is fun. Join us there. And uh, every other venue we've always said, Link Shell, Concierge, join fun.
1: Join us. We'll have a conversation. All right, man. Uh, It was cool, as always.
0: And thank you, Fox. Peace out.
1: Yeah, later, guys.